0: My name is James Rowlands and in 2015 I started a Domino Podcast with my friend
1: Dan Mike and for five years we have brought you the very best of the network but it's time for a change.
0: Now we don't just confine ourselves to Vinnie Mac bring you AEW, Impact, NJPW and, and all the latest for the British wrestling scene.
1: But we will still bring you all our old favourites including NXT update, takeovers and live shows for the big four.
0: This year we will decide who is the greatest British wrestler in the world plus so much more.
1: But until we watch everything, we are with you and
0: we We are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by Dan White, and today it's the WNR 263, it's NXT Update, and welcome to the very first podcast of 2020, before we continue, it's time for the alternate intro, and the sun is shining in the sky, there ain't a cloud in sight, It stopped raining, everybody's in the play, and don't you know, it's a beautiful new day, hey, hey. Running down the avenue, see how the sun shines brightly. In the city, on the streets where once were pretty, Mr. Blue Sky is living here today. Hey, hey, oh, Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you have to hide away from so long. Okay, James, oh, that's, that's enough, right. that's enough. I can't help it, I'm excited, aren't I? You know, it's the first uh, podcast of the year, but now the intro. Well, on today's show, it's all about NXT. And we are just a couple of weeks away
1: from the first takeover of the year. And we will catch up on the UK version later.
0: Yeah, but first we catch up on NXT after NXT TakeOver War Games. Doesn't War Games seem like a long time ago now? (laughs) It
1: seems like a whole decade ago. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it was. It was years ago. Well, our first episode is the 4th of December.
1: Well, Mauro's back, unfortunately. After a recap of last week, Ronaldo welcomes us to full sail. But he's cut off by Killian Dane.
0: Since Damien Priest isn't bad enough to work through an injury and face him, he's not leaving the ring until someone shows up to face him. Someone does, and that someone is the bruiserweight.
1: Yes, our first match is Killian Dane versus Pete Dunne.
0: Well, Dunne charges right into the ring and blasts the big man with a forearm, and sends Dane to the floor to regroup.
1: Well, back inside, Dunne catches the Vader Bomb onto a triangle choke. Dane powers out and turns it into a powerbomb. Pete fights him to the top and applies a sleeper but a bigger man falls back on top of him to get the win in a neat twist on how the former UK champ won at takeover.
0: So Killian Dane defeated Pete Dunne.
1: How the mighty have fallen. I
0: know, what a, what a horrible move that is.
1: Well, Kathy Kelly interviews Dakota Kai about the changes we've seen in Kai since War Games. Tegan Knox isn't worth her time, and Rad Ripley just called at Dakota gave her exactly what she asked for. Tonight, she takes out Raya, just like she did that hood rat Mia Yim.
0: Well, after commercial for TakeOver Portland, the Unspeakable era minus Bobby Fish are here. Adam Cole, baby, gets on the mic. The Unspeakable era had a November to remember. They took over Raw, took over SmackDown, and embarrassed them at Survivor Series.
1: Well, the year might almost be over, but the year of the prophecy is just beginning. They're the workhorses of NXT, and how does NXT repay them? By putting them in a match where Fish hurts his neck and allowing Keith Lee to pounce Cole into the stands like a ragdoll. He's not a ragdoll. And the crowd wants Keith.
0: But Cole moves on to Finn Balor, who kicked him in the face. The champ isn't leaving the ring until he gets answers from Finn. Instead, they get the limitless one.
1: Well, O'Reilly welcomes Keith with a dad joke about Lee making moments, calling him Keith momentarily. He runs Lee down as the bell of Survivor Series weekend ball, but the loser who can't beat Roman Reigns. Keith says some of what he says is true, but he also turned their leader into a viral gif and stood on the winning side at war games.
0: Well, and it's true, if he doesn't have any gold, but he's just trying to decide which of the belts he should take first.
1: Well, Cole says they want to make a moment when the era beats Keith down and ends his career. Lee fires back by blasting the champ with a big right hand, but O'Reilly and Roderick Strong jump him for a second, lines him down. Cole bails back up the ramp, but Tommaso Chomper is here.
0: He knocks down a champ from behind and throws him to Lee in the ring. Keith lifts him for a spirit bomb, but Roddy and Cole save him. They head out through the crowd, but leave the NXT title. Chomper stares at Goldie, then he and Lee glare at the unsputed to end the segment.
1: Well, Zia Lee gets a pre-tapes promo. Last week, and Baszler try to bully her. Tonight, she'll introduce the champ. To the warrior.
0: Well, Kashida gets a video explained that his biggest match ended with a broken wrist. That two months off with his wife and daughter. They reminded him he doesn't just fight for himself anymore. He fights for them. Tonight, Kashida is back.
1: Well, our first, our second match, sorry, is Zia Lee versus Shayna Baszler.
0: Well, this starts with a kicking exchange. Lee gets a better of, but Shayna sp- responds with a takedown. Lee fights
1: free and tries to sunset flip, but Shayna fights it off. Zia manages to land the powerbomb, but a follow-up tornado kick misses. The champ locks in the Kirifuda Clutch, and that is
0: it. Yeah, Shania Basler defeated Zia Lee via the submission.
1: Yes, and the greatest British wrestler is back. As Cassie is back from his NXT UK excursion. Since Worlds Collide is coming up, he thought he'd come back to this side of the pond to see if anyone wants to challenge the wrestling genius.
0: We then get Adrian Alanis and Leon Ruff versus the Forgotten Sons.
1: I've forgotten about the Forgotten yeah. Sons. Well, Jackson Ryker accompanies Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler to the ring, but he wasn't needed as this squashes over in about a minute with a tandem move on Alanis.
0: Afterwards, Ryker power bombs Ruff onto the apron.
1: And Kai's video entrance is now black and white footage of her war games attack on Knox. Ripley enters with a mic in hand. She says Dakota set them up at takeover, but the funny thing about setups is right now.
0: Oh Mia Yim flies into the ring and drops Kai laying in the ground and powered. Big boot in the corner, Dakota falls to the floor, but Raya throws Kai right back in.
1: Dakota fights back but doesn't get control until another trip to the floor where she lands a head kick of her own. Her time in the driver's seat is short, however, as Mia throws her back and throws her back and forth between the ramp barricades.
0: Well, they fight to the back and rails looking pleased for herself, but here she comes, a the horsewimming. They jump Ripley, but the Nightmare fights them off. Shania Basler manages to get the to clutch in, but they obviously fight it off once and twice. She almost gets a free a third time, but when she gets to the ropes, Duke and Shafir grab her arms and she passes out. Oh,
1: Basler grabs a mic and makes a title match for December 18th.
0: Well, Kelly tells us General Manager William Regal made a six-man tag team match for our main event. She asks Chumper and Lee who their third will be against the Undisputed Era. And to us, says this time, they know. Dominic Dijakovic walks up behind them.
1: A Finn Balor video takes us to the commercial. Everyone wants a piece of the Prince, but they're playing checkers while he's...
0: And up next is Cassisano versus Dan's Man. The T-shirt you're wearing, Dan. Original bro, Matt Riddle.
2: Yeah, bro. Well, Ono locks in a cravat. <laughs> when bro doesn't tap, he drops into a powerbomb variant and a near fall. He follows with a straight jacket, but Riddle powers out and connects with a quick senton. He misses a follow-up PK, but then executes a sequence including the powerbomb. Bro to sleep. Final flash knee and floating bro, but Ono kicks out. Oh. Uh. KO fights back and tries to follow a suplex with a neutralizer, but Riddle fights out. Ripcord knee by Matt, then bro Derek, and one, two, three. So Matt
0: Riddle, Dan's man, he starts off with a victory against Cassius Ono. There's a WrestleMania special after the show the voting opens for the NXT year-end awards that are online later tonight as well. Or
2: you can listen to our
0: past episode. Especially when we had the WNR awards and had everything involved in that as well. Year-end predictions. Yes, indeed. Yes. Which ramifications are still being felt around the WNR podcast headquarters.
1: Anyway. Well, we see the horse women taking out rear again and get confirmation Ripley versus Baszler for the belt is happening in two weeks.
0: And our next match is Kushida versus Raul Mendoza.
1: Well, Grimes blasted Mendoza during his entrance and Mauro tells us Mr. Regal did make this one official.
0: Well, so now it's Cameron Grimes versus Kushida and he focuses on the hand going forward. The North Carolinian avoids the fastball punch, hits the Superman punch, but then gets pulled into a cru- crucifix roll-up and that ends it in a flash.
1: Yes, Kashida exits quickly as Grimes is pissed he got caught.
0: We get video package on a few between the Russian and Gail Gaza. They have a cruiserweight title match next week. We also get an official Yim versus Kai match on December 11th.
1: Well, Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic versus the Undisputed Era is the main event.
0: Well, there's a big battle in the corner. Balor is here. He blasts Cole into the ref with a dropkick to the back. He grabs Ciampa for the 19-16. Finn raises, rises behind him and stops him for charging with a punch. Balor tries for the sling blade but gets spirit bombed. Cole looks to hit the last cool knee strike but Keith sniffs it out and nails him with a jackhammer and Lee had just pinned the NXT champion.
1: Whoa, what does that
0: mean? Well, it's Keith Lee's year. I mean, he's, he's had a great end of 2019. Can, will 2020 be his year in NXT? He's just beaten a champion.
1: Well, hopefully it will be a love Lee year for Keith.
0: It could be legend. No. no.
1: Well, Regal is out and he announces that Cole will defend his belt on the 18th as well. His challenger will be determined next week in a match between Finn Balor, Tommaso Ciampa... And Keith Lee.
0: Wow, so what a huge episode we've got ahead of us. December 11th.
1: Well, last week's highlights bring us in, but NXT champ Adam Cole cuts things off from the control room. The triple threat to determine his next challenger next week is the stupidest thing he's ever heard. Flea, Finn Balor and Tommaso Chumper haven't done anything to deserve a title shot. All the winner gets next is a loss to the greatest NXT champion history.
0: Well, Mara Rinaldo, Beth Phoenix and Nigel McGuinness welcome us to full sail for the opener, a Cruiserweight title clash.
1: And it is Angel Garza versus Leo Rush. Usual championship match intros, but Rush is anxious to get started and a comment from Garza, possibly related to the lipstick smear on Angel's cheek, sets him off and he attacks with four arms before the bell. The referee separates them and the challenger smirks, but Leo drives him to the floor and sends him back first in text.
0: I don't think he's smoking. I just think he's happy about what he's doing in this match so far. <coughs> and our Cruiserweight champion, it's gone a long day. It's gone a long way since Buddy Murphy was champion and now it's been representative in NXT. And Garza's a guy who came through the breakout tournament, probably been the most successful out of those When you consider the winner, my man Jordan Miles is no longer part of the WWE.
1: Who's that one? <laughs> so...
0: well, Leah Rush went for a kick and Garza blocked it. Picked him up on his shoulders. Electric chair. Then
1: he bounces bottom first off the bottom rope. Two. Oh, no. no. Just a two count. Two. And the moth nearly retained his title. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh huge fog splash by Leah Rush, but Garza managing to get out of harm's way.
1: Rush grabs him by the back of the trousers, but pulls them off him. Luckily enough, he had clean pants on underneath.
0: And now Rush going up to the top. Garza's on the outside.
1: Looking for the frog splash to the outside. Garza gets the knees up. A really bumpy landing for Rush. Throws him back in the ring. Double underhook. One, two. Oh, no. It was like a double underhook sit-out powerbomb.
0: Well, unbelievable stuff there. Rush did manage to get the shoulder up. How did Leo Rush manage to get his shoulder up after that?
1: I've no idea, but he looks as shocked as everyone else. But he's grabbed him in a double underhook.
0: And Rush now might be fading. And Leo Rush has tapped out. We've got, ta- yeah, we've got a new champion. Oh, my God. Tapped out, passed out. Garza's just beating Rush. And what a shock. Angel Gaza, Remember that name. And what a way to end 2019 as the new Cruiserweight champion. I don't think that was a bad match, though.
1: It wasn't. It was relatively quick, though. It, was, no, no, no. it wasn't that quick, was it?
0: <laughs> no, it was a good match, I feel, between the two men. And I know you're not a huge fan of Leo Rush. But each cruiserweight title run comes to an end. I knew that'd put a smile on your face. Oh yeah. As Garza now, not only does he lose his pants, he just wants to keep hold of the title belt. And there's a new cruiserweight champ in town.
1: Well, James, on my year-end predictions.
0: Well, Shania Bazler gets a video package. She's working on an old Mustang and says a lot of people sharp in WWE want to be a Tesla and do fancy things. She's a classic. The Hennessy Women's Champ runs down a list of people she's beaten this year, including Becky Lynch and Bailey. Next week, Rhea Ripley gets her name on that list.
1: We see Cameron Grimes warming up for his match before hitting another break.
0: And then Finn Balor addresses his triple threat match in a pre-tape. He's pissed at winning Regal for putting him in this match. Keith Lee's only been relevant for three weeks. Don't get him started on Tomasa Chumper. He stomped him a few weeks ago and he'll do it again tonight. He calls the total wore for 200-plus days, Goldie. Finn runs down all the gold he's won in NXT. He'll win tonight and next week to continue making his future.
1: Well, we see Garza cutting a promo after his win. It ends with a proposal to his girlfriend. And she says, yes, yes, yes.
0: And then it's Raul Mendoza versus Cameron Grimes.
1: An angry Mendoza attacks at the bell. Grimes starts to get some momentum. But here comes Kushida. He doesn't get involved, but his presence distracts Cameron. And after a somewhat botched spot, Raul runs him down for the win.
0: Yes, yeah, so Cameron Grimes loses yet again. I mean, what the fuck can they do with the pick him After the match, Kashida grabs Grimes' hat, tries it on and saunters off while a North Carolinian fumes.
1: Well, Mia Yim is interviewed and Dakota Kai took War Games away from her, but tonight it will be her leaving in an ambulance.
0: Travis Banks gets a quick intro. The Kiwi bustles in action next as he continues building to Wells Collide.
1: Yes, and he's going up against Jackson Ryker, and Ryker is out with his forgotten son's brother. He starts with a slap and gets a lot of forearms for his trouble.
0: Well, the bigger man is throwing Travis around, who at some point has got bumping over his right eye, but he gets free enough to hit Slice of Heaven Springboard Security and get the flash pin. Yes,
1: Travis Banks defeats Roy Kavir Pinfall.
0: And then it's Dakota Kai versus Mia Yim.
1: We get a drop kick at the bell from Mia, who then brushes off a few punches to throw the kiwi around by a hair. The assault continues into a tarantula in the ropes, followed by a missile drop kick.
0: Well, we get a set-up out of them from Kai, and that gets two. Two. A second-running corner kick misses, and Mia hits Dakota's brace near. The suplex gets two. Two. And a follow-up soul food sends Dakota to the floor.
1: Well, back in, Kai goes for Tegan, knocks his knee brace, and the ref takes it away, but she uses the time to remove the top turnbuckle. Mia goes head first into it and gets covered for free.
0: Well, it doesn't take long for Yim to recover and attack after the bell. Dakota tries to escape into the tech area, but Mia catches up to her. She suplexes her up off an elevator platform through some tables below.
1: Brutal. Well, Keith Lee's turn to talk about the triple threat. All he needed was an opportunity. He and Chomper had a common goal, but now he'll dismantle him. Finn can talk all he wants, but at the end of the night, they'll both have no choice but to bask. In his glory.
0: Our next match is Breezango versus the Singh Brothers.
1: Well, Tyler Breeze and Fandango enter in scrubs with some nurses and a doctor theme. Breeze gets free with a step-up in Seguri. Dango cleans house. He does the deal twice and covers for two after the second Falcon Arrow. Two. Things break down and the fashion police docs show a bit of a mean streak with the attacks on the floor. Leg drop off top for the whim.
0: Yeah, and that's the match Van Dango got injured in, so he won't be able to compete that. We get a second preview for next week's Women's Title Clash, focusing on Rhea Ripley, and leads us to another women's match.
1: Yes, that's Caden Carter versus Bianca Belair with the long hair.
0: Too much time taken gives Carter another opening, but a slingshot suplex sets up the standard SSP, but the EST gets knees. The action spills to the outside, where Caden presses the advantage. The backing sheets a Spear, KD, and that's that.
1: Yes, Bianca Belair defeated Caden Carter via pinfall.
0: Well, Adam Cole is here, baby. And the Triple Threat match his opponent next week, is next.
1: Well, Tommaso Ciampa is our final promo for that match. And tonight is all about Goldie. He's been working towards this for nine months. He'll go through Lee and Balor tonight and finish it with Cole next Wednesday.
0: So it is our main event, Finn Balor versus Musk Chomper versus Keith Lee. And the champ has set himself up in a balcony above the entrance ramp.
1: Or Balor blasts, but he's then hit by Chomper and a two-faces team up on the prince. The alliance is short-lived though as the moment maker hits a crossbody of both his opponents as we hit a commercial. And Lee is still in control when we return. smashing both men with corner avalanches.
0: We get Missile drop quick into Chumper. Then he rolls him back in. Coup de Grace attempt. But Tommaso evades him. Lee's back into pounce. He picks Tommaso, uh, Chumper up for a power bomb, But it floats over and hits a chop block. He nails Lee with an airway crash. One, two, no. Two.
1: Two. Well, the limitless one plants Chumper with a shove. Then hits the doom salt for two. Two. He lifts Tommaso up. Spirit bomb. But while that was going on, Finn recovers, hits a coup de grace on Lee, covers him, and picks up the win.
0: Yeah, so Finn Balor defeating both men becomes number one contender. He poses in the corner, and Cole comes down the ramp to draw at him. Finn points his guns at the champ, who is joined by his undisputed era brothers as we fade out. So Finn Balor, number one contender. Do you think that's a good choice, Dan?
1: Um, yeah, I, I suppose it is. You know, I think either one of these would have been a bloody good choice. I would like to have seen Keith Lee having an opportunity because, you know, Balor and Chomper both have already been NXT champ, But, you know, I I would have been happy with either of these. I think Finn Balor could have a brilliant match with Cole.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Let's see if they do. It's December 18th.
1: Well, we kick off with a big night. Recap of what brought us here. Marlo Ranallo, Nigel McGuinness and Beth Phoenix bring us in as the challenger enters the men's title match.
0: Yeah, and it's NXT title on the line. Finn Balor versus Adam Cole.
1: After the usual spotlight for big fight intros, they circle at the bell, and Balor gets the first takedown to start the technical wrestling portion of the match. Loud dueling chance from the full sail.
0: And this has been a real back-and-forth match so far. Neither man really getting the advantage, but Balor's got Cole backed up in the court.
1: They're definitely putting on a wrestling masterclass, these two.
0: Well, I doubt it. There's going to be no commercials as they go up against AEW as well. And this is a match fit for a takeover. There's no doubt. As Balor, Balor might be looking to put away Adam Cole. But Cole has been on fire, baby, these past couple of months as he hits a backstabber. Oh, no.
1: It looks like a cover, but just a two count. Two.
0: I mean, there's no doubt Balor is one of the greatest NXT champions of all time. But Cole is building his legacy up, whether you love or hate him. And especially as we uh, get into 2020. Adam Cole's NXT champ, if you can, picks up Balor on his shoulders. Why
1: well, didn't the Balor just come down as a demon?
0: Because that's what he wants. He wants to go against what the fans want. He wants to kind of be like the Prince Fergal Devitt as he was in uh, NJPW for NXT as he comes running towards Cole. With a super kick, might have knocked him out.
1: Oh, no. Balor managing to kick out. Oh. Well, both men eagerly want this. I think Finn Balor wants to prove himself and Adam Cole wants to continue proving what he's been stating for a little while now. But Cole just countering pretty much anything Balor has to offer.
0: And now Cole looking to pick up Balor. Ballor bought the suplex. Cole did exactly the same. Like I said, both men so equal. Now yay-nay punches between each man. A couple of pump kicks by Cole. Balor responds with a Pelé kick though. But Cole lands on top of Balor into the cover. But no, just a two count. Tew.
2: Both men finally recovering. Back up to a vertical base. But Balor looks more determined than Cole does.
0: Oh, but Cole manages to go low with a super kick.
2: Now he's going to go up. Panama City Sunrise Night. No, no.
1: Balor catches him. Looking for the nineteen sixteen. Cole reverses it though. Into a shoulder baker, breaker.
0: Ushigaroshi. Goes for the cover. Sorry, Marrow. <laughs> battle gets shown up at two.
1: Two. Ushigaroshi.
0: And Cole now wondering what to what he's gonna have to do to put battle away. There goes the Cole getting a run up.
1: And Balor takes the legs out, hits a standing double foot stomp. I was charging towards Cole. Seated drop kick into the corner. Now Adam Cole's in the drop zone. Can Balor recover quick enough to hit his final move? Well, oh, Cole's in serious trouble
0: losing his NXT title.
1: Balor all the way up. No, Cole recovers enough to kick Balor off the top ropes and then just falls in a lump against the bottom rope. Balor falls in an even bigger lump down to the wafer thin mats.
0: Right, there's no doubt Adam Cole would definitely take account of that win right now.
1: Absolutely. Well, an undisputed let's go Finn dueling chant going through the crowd.
0: And now Alan Cole's on the apron.
1: Well, looking for a Panama City sunrise on the outside, but Balor with a backdrop. I know he's got Cole in his sights. Seated drop kick against Barry <laughs> Kane and sends a load of fans staggering. I think I spotted um, a Matt Riddle t-shirt in the lot that fell over as well.
0: Well, they deserved it then. Balor throws him in, goes off top.
1: No, Cole moves out of the way. Hits the last shot. One,
0: two, no, Balor managing to kick out. Oh, uh, and that last shot was putting everybody away in LXT but not Finn Balor. And maybe Adam Cole just can't beat Sometimes you just have that person that's just, that little bit better than you. And this fan, Finn Balor, the man, for Adam Cole. And the fans are this is awesome. Oh, now Cole exposing the knee. And now the guns to Balor. It's what started it all. No, Balor takes him out of a clothesline though. Turns him inside out, and the drop kick sends Cole back up against the turnbuckles, and now down on the canvas. Second time lucky, hits it. Kudor. 19 1916. We got a new NXT champ if he hits this. He's coming down the ramp though, and Balor's getting distracted. <gasps> Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling's back. Adam Cole
1: hits a low blow. Last shot. One, two,
0: three. Oh, my God. And out the back door, Adam Cole retains his NXT title. But the bigger story is...
1: Johnny Wrestling is NXT
0: for life. For life. Mr. NXT is back. Staring the hold of the man that cost him a couple of months of action. Adam Cole realized he he'd get out of harm's way.
1: Well, I don't think Adam Cole's in uh, Gagano's sightline at this moment, even though he does hold the top prize in NXT. I think there's only one man Johnny Gagano wants. Why is he still sat behind that fucking barricade that's fallen over?
0: <laughs> it looked like Gagano was going to help instead. Just got a chair from there. Oh, but this doesn't look good for Balor. And Payback's a bitch. We've seen Johnny's dark side in NXT. And I think Balor realises he's in serious trouble.
1: Oh, Balor trying to run away, but Gagana hits him over the back. One to the midsection and a follow-up chair shot to the back. And sends Balor out of his NXT ring.
0: But I don't think Gagano's finished yet.
1: Certainly going to punish the Irishman. (laughs) (laughs) Back on those fans again. It's like a baseball swing. And Balor's trying his best to retreat as Johnny stands tall.
0: And Gagano looks towards Balor. This is not finished. This is just getting started between the two. But what a way to start an episode. A great match between Adam Cole and Finn Balor and a return of Johnny Gagano, Dan.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I think he's got some uh, points to prove now that Chomper's not in his sights anymore.
0: Well, we see footage of Ray Ripley and Shania Baszler arriving for their title match and we get a look back at the issues between Damien Priest, Pete Dunne, and Killian Dane. Priest and Dane are up now.
1: Well, Damien Priest. Uh, sorry. The big men start brawling as soon as they can. Priest gets the early advantage, but it does mean to grab control by tar- targeting the Archer of Infamy's injured ribs. Those attacks lead to Killian sending Priest to the floor with a drop kick and a baseball slide, targeting the rib area. He then rips the K-tape Damien has applied to them off.
0: Well, he drops Dane with a leap, leaping back elbow and again with a lariat. His injuries fought him again when he goes for a suplex. He then halts up to finally hit it. A
1: slam and a sent-on leaves Priest in the corner, but he gets his knees up on the Vader bomb, and he's up quickly to hit the reckoning.
0: Well, Damien Priest defeats Killian Dane by pinfall.
1: And the announcers run down some of the categories in the year-end awards, and we see Cameron Grimes and Kashida warming up for their match, which is next.
0: Well, we learn that the Dusty Rose Classic will return in 2020, and the teams will be revealed on the January 1st show.
1: So Kashida versus Grimes is our match. Kushida kicks Cameron's arm, then goes for the hoverboard lock, but that's counted into a Vitterwell side slam. Another sequence somehow leads to a German suplex from Grimes, but that gets two. Two. He tries to follow up with a cave-in, but Kushida grabs the ropes to stop his momentum. He bumps Grimes to the floor, then follows with a big moonsault. He connects, but lands hard.
0: Oh, back in, Grimes climbs, Kushida catches him and goes for the hoverboard lock. That's for also, Kushida flips him down into pinning predicament, and that gets two. Two. The next sequence involves a couple of counters, but it's Grimes who ends up hitting his double stomp out of nowhere for the win.
1: He's allowed to because he's one of my guys, <laughs> yes. Cameron Grimes does defeat Kushida.
0: Well, the breakout tournament runner-up claims his hat and heads up the ramp. We see Ripley warming up and get a quick video for Io shy She's in that entrance.
1: Yes, and she's facing off against Santana Garrett, and things are equal early, and it's actually Garrett who controls the match early on. She gets the first cover and is getting much love from the announcers when Eo catches her in the ropes and follows up with a flapjack. Santana's back in it with strikes-off flips.
0: Well, another near four for Russian legs swoop and gets a submission in with a bridging neck crank, Shy Gets to the ropes, right, so however, run and after running double knees in the corner, hits the Astley Minster off the top for free.
1: And that takes us to our next match, which is Pete Dunn versus Travis Banks.
0: Well, it doesn't take long for the bruise weight to get a takedown, but the Kiwi Buzzsaw avoids any of the usual finger damage. A flurry that includes kicking Dunn into the barricade on the floor and double stomping him into the corner gets a near fall.
1: Well, Pete goes for the bitter end, but Bank flips out and goes for a slice of heaven. But Dunn evades that. He transitions into a curb stomp, Banks slips out of Bitter End again and hits the Kiwi Crusher for two. Two. Ensiguri follow up and Banks looks for a superplex but ends up on the receiving end of an Avalanche X-Plex. Bitter End. And that is it. Bruce right offers a
0: fist bump after the match because he's, well, he's just a cool dude, isn't he?
2: Absolutely, yes. Well, Kathy Kelly interviews Dakota Kai. Mia Yin may have left her with eight staples in her head, but she beat her. And she'll continue to beat everyone until she's NXT Women's Champion. We see the current champ warming up with Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir as
0: we take a break. And we learn next week we'll feature a Roderick Strong Open Challenge and Leo Rush and Keith Lee versus Damon Priest and Tony Neese.
1: So the main event is Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship.
0: Of course, we get all the introductions and the spotlights to start like we did in our first match. And this is an interesting story because Baszler's not been allowed to be Baszler in the early game in this match. It seems Ripley has really got underneath Baszler's skin and he's just kind of bringing it and... The usual base of the match would be the same thing. She tried to work over the arm and Ripley just powered out of it. And it seems like each woman is just going to kind of go for strikes for strikes. I mean, between the two, but I think Ripley has definitely kind of got a lot more potential. Let's not forget the start of the year she was NXT UK Women's Champion as well.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And I think, you know, with Shayna Baszler, her a lot of her kind of momentum relies on her bullying her opponent. But I don't think with Rhea Ripley that's going to you know, it's going to stick because well, Ripley's kind of just as big a bully. We've seen her kind of being quite a very dominating woman in NXT UK. So Shayna Baszler's kind of come unstuck there. So obviously plan B is to get her two lackeys, Shafir and Duke down. But Ray Ripley quickly dispatches of them even though Shayna Baszler does kind of get a sneak attack in. But again, comes unstuck very quickly.
0: And that's what we're seeing with Ripley, like you said. And now it's three on one. Ripley's on the apron as uh the three horsewomen are in trouble, and Baszler just kind of sacrifices her two friends to get a little bit of distance, and with that takes advantage with a knee strike.
1: Well, that's the thing we see with Shayna Baszler. I think she cares less about her friends than she uh, less about her friends than she does about the uh, NXT Women's Championship.
0: I bought uh, over the Christmas holidays the PWI, they do their 500, they do the top 100 women. Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke were in that 100. And they talk about 100 women in entire wrestling, and they were in there, and they were kind of up in the list, even though in the 40s and 50s. And I thought, who the fuck are they doing? Is it just because they're in WWE, people actually think they're kind of better than they are? Because they are the drizzling shits. I mean, they weren't featured in Wars games because they were so bad. They've not really been featured by Baszler by her side recent times, have they? You know, Absolutely so
1: not. No, they've just like they just come down, interfere with a match, and sit at ringside.
0: And it's just you know, there's not that talent. And Ripley, you know, is being tested. There's a chance for her to to be promoted, as it was. You know, started off in NXT UK, onto NXT, had a huge impact. You know, and we see her at Survivor Series as well. You know, there's a, a big future ahead of her. And obviously, with Baszler, they like her. And, you know, there's there's no doubt Baszler is a good performer. It's just what she does all the time. That's my problem. Every one of her matches yeah. is near enough the same. Well, I think with
1: Shayna Baszler, is they've got an MMA star, you know, kind of like um, Sonia Deville. You know, she was kind of playing that gimmick off when she was actually active. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, well, we've got a legitimate one here in uh, Shayna Baszler. So, you know, it's kind of, uh, why go for a carbon copy rip-off than actually have the real thing? You know, they've not got um, Ronda Rousey at the moment, so they need someone to kind of fill her boots a bit, and I think Shayna Baszler is capable of that.
0: Yeah, I, I think so as well. I think what we've seen, you know, the women's division NXT has had its struggles over the past couple of years, but things, you know, are really starting to heat up on there as well as we talk about the, just the talent involved, and even the kind of things we saw with Dakota Kai Willie turn, and uh, Mia Yim's a great talent. And people like Bianca Belair kind of gone underneath the radar at the moment, even though she's extremely talented. When we see during the commercial, again, uh, Baszler's friends helping her out, but the referee saw what was going on. One of Dan's favourite bits. <laughs> You're out of here.
1: Again, you know, like um, we've seen Shayna Baszler kind of proving herself against women that aren't the same size as her. Uh, and she, you know, she hasn't had to use Duke and Shafir, but now, you know, I think with Ripley, she feels she needs them.
0: Yeah, and it, like you said, it's definitely more of a fair fight in that way because Basler, you know, is 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 quite big for a woman, and Ripley is there, you know, talk about a tale of they They're very matching in that way. Of course, baszler has got a little bit more experience, but it's a kind of Ripley doesn't know when to stay down, which is about a character that I like as well, and we've seen it. It's not really a facey face, but it's just that kind of grit and determination and like she's taking punishment now but she knows she's going to just try and fight, fight through it like, in an Alistair Black type of way in a weird way do you know what I mean in that yeah. kind of she takes punishment but
1: as you say she catches a kick to the chest and she stands up to a vertical base rights of her own against the champion
0: oh we're looking for the riptide there but Bazer's saying no, nah, not yet
1: oh but a oh. running drop kick sends uh, Baszler into the ref well no
0: referee now Ripley's got Bazer. Riptide hits it goes for the cover one two three but there's no referee Ripley had it won
1: one thing I've noticed about the riptide it doesn't seem like as high impact as a lot a lot of others yeah. it seems like one of the lowest finishers you can kind of get
0: I completely agree with it. Here. it's like the road dog get you a know, pump handle slam isn't it you know it's just, yeah. it's what's not it looks maybe a little bit better but, but a bit of red is a little bit of a variation yeah. to it as well it's all about Pete Dunn involved. I just say that because Baszler's there, just, they look very similar.
1: <laughs> I think um, well, Ripley's starting to look a bit peaked he up. He's
0: got there as well. Ripley went to the apron. He's going to go try a centre maybe on Baszler, but she blocked it.
1: Looks in the Kirifuga clutch, but Ripley's bouncing from ring apron to barricade, trying to get her to break it. Finally
0: does. Well, I can't see Ripley tapping out, but I can see her passing out. That's how dangerous the mission is. Baszler, she's tried two or three game plans, and now with a referee down... Gonna try and use the uh foreign object as it was, and throws it in and Baszler now looking at Ripley, chairs in the middle of the ring. Who's gonna get there first? Well Ripley gets there first with a kick by Baszler, but Shania with a DDT on the chair.
1: The refs finally recovered. Spots the pin. pin one, two, no. Ripley managing to kick out. Uh,
0: and is still in this match, even though underhanded tactics by Baszler. And I think the fans are starting to believe this might be Ripley's time. But Baszler, like a shark, I think he smelled blood. going to look for the killer food clutch.
1: Well, she's got a weakened Ripley who rolls through, though. Looking for the inverted
2: Texas cloverleaf.
0: I think that was a mistake because it led Baszler to bend the legs and put the submission
2: in. He's got it locked in. Ripley he looks to be fading. Well, this is a replay of everything we've seen in the past year for Baszler. Yeah, but Ripley managing to get to her knees. Bazaar doing everything to hold on and squeeze with everything she's got. But you can see that Ripley on her hands and
0: knees and Bazaar's entire body weight on the back of Ripley. I mean, you got credit there. Brilliant transition as uh, Ripley went for the bottom right. Bazaar just bent back.
1: But it looks like that Kirafuga clutch. It's like she uses the forearm. I think didn't think he was allowed to. It looks
0: like a choke. Yeah. Well, referee's there to check. The hands under. Ripley fading. But still trying as hard as she can. Uh Close
1: enough to the rope so she can grip hold of it. But every time Basler thwarts her attempts.
0: And every time Ripley tries to move, it expends energy, oxygen from the brain. You can see the eyes rolling back now. But as you said, Ripley won't tap out. She'd rather pass out. Well, Ripley's tough. There's no doubt about that. But sometimes you're in a situation. Situation. It might be better off. Think about your career. Long-term prospects. The match, even though it means the world to Ripley. Basler might just have a beat today. Oh, and the arm dropping, referee checking it.
1: Well, he's doing something that he never does. And uh, he's checking the arm, see if it falls. But Ripley grabs hold of the ref by the collar <laughs> and says, nah, mate, I'm not out yet.
0: And world performance by Rhea Ripley.
1: as she psychs herself up, rolls through. She's got <laughs> Shayna's arms and she's just stomping away at the head. A resurged Ripley. I
0: don't know how Ripley's doing this. now got submission to Baszler inverted Texas Cloverleaf and now Baszler might tap. I never see this either. The Queen of Spades, the Queen of NXT, is in trouble. No, but managed to push her off into the corner. And what looked like a knockout knee to the face, and Ripley on that top turnbuckle now. Shane and
1: Baszler looking to uh, end it with a very high impact move.
0: Well, the fans shot rear with a slap to the face, and Baszler talking smack.
1: Well, she ended up taking too long about it. it eats a headbutt. Oh my god, and now she's got Basil on that top rope. Riptide from the second. Not from there, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but she hits it. One, One two, three! Two, three. <laughs> yeah. And Rhea Ripley is a two brand champ.
0: Yeah! The only woman to be NXT UK and now NXT Women's Champion. It's over, Dan reign is over. Indeed, it is. Yes, well, will we
1: reigns. see? Will we see Shayna three times? <laughs>
0: well, oh, oh no! Yeah, that's what you meant. No, I, I, we'll see what happens. But Ray Ripley reigns now in NXT as the new Women's Champion. What a good match that was! But what a performance by Ray Ripley.
1: It was a very good performance. Yeah, um, Shayna Baszler, credit where it's due as well. She put in a stellar performance. Um, you know, despite being on the losing end, but she definitely has improved an awful lot.
0: Well, we saw different sides. We saw that the game plan not working, like we say. We see the, the interference not working, the China, the joint manipulations. We've seen even the kind of the weapon. Ripley, there was nothing more basic could done in that match. She had the to clutch in, was tapping out. The doctors might have stopped it, and it was Ripley's toughness fighting through and saying, no, my time is now. And actually winning the Women's Championship. And I tell you what, the fans are on their feet here. What a great moment for NXT. Like I said, what a great match.
1: Absolutely brilliant match, yeah. Um, I'd say it was better than the men's match.
0: I think it was as well. Even the kind of grabbing hold of the referee. And, like, just a kind of, there ain't no fucking way. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> You're not bringing that bell, sunshine. And then the end, you thought, what's well, going to take this title reign away? You know, Riptide, we're talking about maybe not the most high-impact move. But at least off the second rope there... Just shows you the power of Ripley as well. And, I mean, and what a celebration. You know, the fans celebrating. And, of course, the uh, the NXT. Look at this. Every single member of the NXT roster. The fans there as well celebrating with Ripley. What a moment for her in NXT.
1: Absolutely brilliant moment that is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, that is a brilliant visual. I mean, you know, it, it's... It just goes to show how much Shayna Baszler was not wanted as champion.
0: (laughs) It's like the Wizard of Oz when the Wicked Witch was killed. Ray Ripley has just landed a house on her and is NXT champion celebrating with the entire NXT universe. And what a great episode of NXT as well. Ray Ripley is your NXT Women's Champion. So after that great moment in NXT, we move on to Christmas Day's NXT, the 25th of December.
1: Yes, on to uh, the Kathy Kelly, Sam Roberts and Pat McAfee hosted pre-taped action.
0: And we start with Samara and introed slip not accompanied highlights of last week's loaded show.
1: Our hosts are in red and Pat's not wearing shorts or jorts. And they kick it tomorrow and Nigel McGuinness at full sale. Roderick Strong is promoing his way to the ring and heads through some curtains to give someone a season's beating. Former Evolve champ answers the challenge.
0: Roger Strong defeat Austin Theory by submission with a stronghold, retaining the North American title.
1: Well, Roddy shows off his technical skill in the early going. Big shots from each man, superplex from Roddy, set out powerbomb from Theory. They battle on the ropes and Roddy drops him on a top turnbuckle with a back breaker. That gets one two no theory kicks out uh,
0: he goes for something on the apron but Austin reverses and drops his chant with an attitude adjustment on the hardest part of the ring a pair of soup kicks seem to seal the deal but Roddy answers back with a high knee end of stronghold and theory has to tap
1: they continue to draw a little more after the bell and then we get Pat and Sam breaking it down and bickering
0: then it's off to Brooklyn where Tom Phillips and Beth Phoenix will call the action
1: that's Todd Phillips
0: Tom or Todd Phillips I always get confused
1: well, we see our sire Swerve Scott defeating Jack Gallagher by yeah.
0: pinfall. The Brit looks for an armbar on Swerve's damaged ring, but it's reversed and then reversed again. Scott snaps off Jack's arm, then he connects with a house call head kick to pick up the win.
1: Yeah, Gallagher glows at Swerve on the from the floor, and we head to the studio where Kathy, Pat and Sam talk about the history of NXT in Brooklyn. We also get a reminder that next week's the Year End Awards and these three will host it again.
0: Yay! We're back for full sail for Candice LeRae defeating Tanara via pinfall.
1: Well, Candice is fighting back when we return and goes for an octopus hold, but that's transitioned into a swinging slam that gets two. Two! Tanara can't believe and shoves Candice, which pisses LeRae off. She puts her hair up and fires away with strikes. Conti doesn't give up, but a pump kick is caught and sets Candice up for a step up senton. Springboard Quebrada follows it and that is it.
0: Well, Kathy, Sam and Pat break it down for us and then kick it to a video for our Ruaz who puts over his upbringing for Lebanon and his black belts in every martial art on the planet. More commercials and it's back to Brooklyn for...
1: Dominic Dijakovic to beat Bronson Reed via pinfall.
0: Well, the big boy circle and then lock up. Bronson fights back but he's a boot, then gets two... A frustrated Dominic climbs for a moonsault off the top and really can't believe that doesn't end it. The ensuing flurry sees the Aussie headbutt in Dijakovic's hand and ends with a fez press off the rope from Reed. They gets a near fall, but when he climbs for a follow-up, he gets caught and D.D. hits a choke bomb and gets free.
1: Well, Phillips kicks it to hype for Worlds Collide and then we're back to the studio where we learn the main event on January 25th will be Undisputed Era versus Imperium. That takes us to a video for Bianca Belair Intro by Sam, admitting she had an alright year. After a commercial break, back to full sale for...
0: Bianca Belair defeating Shotzi Blackheart. She tries to whip Belair to the floor, but the EST hangs on Blackheart's tries for a DDT on the apron and manages to put Bianca's face into the hardest part of the ring. But a follow-up move from the top misses, and it's only a moment later that the KOD ends it.
1: Well, more verbal barbs from Pat and Sam before Kathy plugs the year-end awards voting... Then it's the main event from Brooklyn.
0: It's Keith Lee and Leo Rush defeating Tony Neese and Damien Priest via Pinfold. Neese and Priest.
1: Neese and Priest. Well, Leo's out with an elf jacket and Keith has a Santa hat under his hoodie and a plate of cookies he hands... To his tag partner and they both enjoy some Xmas treats.
0: Well Limitless runs over Priest repeatedly splashing him with some back elbows in the corner and gets a cover. He tries for a spirit bomb, but Damon slips out the back and makes a tag Keith doesn't see. Needs for an insecure for two, two but before Lee carries him to the corner for a tag.
1: Show off some matrix like action, but when Rush gets a tag, Priest takes out Keith in the corner. He throws Leo around a bit and then he does some pantomime archery. Keith, rinses, uh, Keith rises behind him wearing a Santa hat. He blasts him, catches a diaphragm priest, power bombs into the apron then swings him into Nice on the floor. Back in, Tony takes a jackhammer. Leo reappears on the apron with a mouthful of cookies. Lee smiles, tags him in, helps him with a final hour and the good guys say...
0: Yeah, so that is it for the Christmas edition of NXT. But what about the first episode of NXT of the year? The 1st of January.
1: Well, Pat McAfee brings us in with a pretty great video package showcasing the past year for the yellow brand. He's in the studio alongside Kathy Kelly and Sam Roberts. They agree that 2019 was the best year that NXT has ever had. I think me and James both disagree with that because... uh we have varying years that we believe was better.
0: Yeah, 2017 was a much better year. But this will be a clip show, it seems, and the first taste of that is a shortened replay of The Unsputed Era versus Forgotten Sons versus Street Profits versus Birch and Lorkin from Takeover 25, which we're told came in third in the Match of the Year category.
1: Well, back to the studio, and it's all about how everyone loves the Street Profits.
0: So it's time to crown the Tag Team of the Year. Well,
1: well the nominees are... Can I have a drumroll, please? (laughs) The Street Profits, Grizzle Jung Vets, Viking Raiders, Mandrews and Morgan, and uh, The Undisputed Era.
0: And your winners are The Undisputed Era. So they copied our tag team of the year in NXT.
1: Yes, the entire crew make their way to the ring in an empty arena to accept their award from William Regal. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish berate Regal a bit before taking the two awards which are just gold ring bells. The crew hugs and hold up their title along with their newly won awards.
0: Well, up next is the Male Competitor of the Year and we're told by Sam Roberts that it was determined after they solicited him everywhere, including the W Universe and even executives at USA Network.
1: Well, the nominees are Adam Cole, Volta, Johnny Gargano, Velveteen Dream, Tyler Bate and Tommaso Chompa
0: And your winner and Male Competitor of the Year is... Adam Cole, baby.
1: Well, Roberts announces the winner in a really anticlimactic way. We cut back to the arena and the Undisputed Era is back walking to the ring to accept another award.
0: Well, Cole says you could have described middle of the year, but that's just a month in November alone was enough to earn an award. I want to say I'm so proud and so shocked, but I'm not. This award belongs to a guy like me.
1: The crew then hugs again.
0: And up next is the female competitor of the year, which they weren't right into without even introducing after Cole gave his speech.
1: And the nominees are Io Shirai, Shayna Baszler, Tony Storm, Kaylee Ray, Bianca Belair with her long hair, and Raya Ripley.
0: And your winner is Shayna Baszler. Well,
1: that's one we didn't agree on.
0: No. Well,
1: back to the ring, and Baszler is out of her two sidekicks.
0: Oh, she said, of course I won the Female Perfect of the Year. I'm the most dominant champion NXT, and the most dominant champion WWE has ever seen. If you think because I lost a title that it's stopping anytime soon, think again.
1: Well, there you go. Well,
0: now it's time to give out the Riot Rivalry of the Year award,
1: and the nominees are Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley basler British Strong Style versus Imperium, and the Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong.
0: And your winner is Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, much like Dan's match of the year.
1: Well, on the actual broadcast, I didn't even bother showing the nominees. Instead, skipping straight to announcing the winner. Cole versus Gagano with a video package. That's three awards for Undisputed Era tonight already.
0: Well, back to the ring. And both Gagano and Cole are out to accept the award. Both with full entrances. Cole, for what it's worth, has done his entrance stick every time he's come out. He's coming out again to an empty arena. It's pro wrestling, folks. <laughs>
1: Well, Gagano points out that it's his second year in a row winning this award, and it's obvious by now he gets involved with a lot of horrible people. Cole asks who won the rivalry, and Gagano says his biggest regret is his dad didn't even punch him in the face at those restaurant. They threaten each other some more, but ultimately nothing happens.
0: Well, the number two match of the year two. was Team Baser versus Team Ripley War Games match from TakeOver, which means we're going to get an extended video replay for said match, which is fine because it was incredible.
1: Yes, and it is time for future star of the year.
0: And your nominees are Kushida, Zia Lee, Bronson Reed, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, Ia Drago, Isa Swerve, Scott Tanara, and Cameron Grimes.
1: And the winner is Dakota Kai.
0: Well, Kai gets to the ring and says she'll be making her own opportunities now, with a grimace on her face, before walking away. Now it's time to crown takeover of the year. The nominees are War Games, Phoenix, Blackpool, New York, 25, Toronto, Cardiff, or all of them.
1: <laughs> yes, well, they all delivered. But the winner is NXT TakeOver War Games.
0: Well, they didn't actually announce the nominees on live broadcast. So they're simply revealing the winner with a video package.
1: So who actually accepts that award for War
0: Games? The, the city of The city of wherever it was held Chicago
1: (laughs) well now it's time for Breakout Star of the Year
0: your nominees are Damien Priest by Peniven yes she should win Dominic Dijakovic Angel Garza Joe Coffey Keith Lee Candice LeRae Rhea Ripley and Dan's man Matt Riddle
1: well your winner is Matt bro no it is the limitless one Keith Lee
0: Yeah, well, instead of with a wrestler going to the ring and getting the award from William Regal, we get a pre-tape of Triple H giving the award to lead backstage. He says we haven't seen anything yet.
1: Well, they reveal the Match of the Year winner, which was Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano in a two-out-of-three-fools match from NXT TakeOver New York. Yet another award for Cole, who has cleaned up tonight, and they go into the video replay of the match.
0: Well, at the end, and that means it's time to award the winner of the overall competitor of the year.
1: Your nominees are Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole, Volta, Tyler Bate, Io Shirai, Shayna Baszler, Raya Ripley, Kaylee Ray, Tony Storm and Bianca Belair.
0: And your winner is Adam Cole,
1: baby! Well, they didn't do nominees on television but went back to the arena so Undisputed Era could could make yet another entrance. They already have five little gold bells. What's one more to add to their collection? Cole calls the whole crew winners and says there aren't any wrestlers in the world who can keep up with him.
0: He said, "I promise you with every fiber of me, my being, that this is the beginning. This is by no means even close to being the end, because the era of the undisputed has just begun."
1: And the show goes off the air with the undisputed era talking about all the hardware they've won tonight.
0: Yeah, so that is NXT to finish out 2019 and start 2020. What are your thoughts down on on everything we've seen here? today?
2: Um, I think NXT has been absolutely brilliant. It was great to see an end to Shayna Baszler's run. Uh, I don't think anyone deserves it more than Raoul Ripley, even though she's kind of just been promoted up to the uh, the American NXT. Very good match between Adam Cole and uh, Finn Balor as well. I hope to see a little bit more of them in the future. And definitely Keith Lee deserves to be one to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, I know we're heading towards the UK takeover, but we've got the America one, you know, just over a month away in the distance. You could already... Hopefully, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole for the NXT title will be nice. Gagano versus Balor. And, of course, Ray Ripley. Will she face Baszler again? Or will she have a new challenger? These are the questions that need to be asked. I think the only thing, you know, the tag team division is something that I think NXT needs to work on in 2020 uh, with the undisputed era. There. They're dominant at the moment, but can they have as successful 2020 as they can in 2019? You know, do you think the unspeed era, that's it for them now? Or do you think they can continue the success?
1: Um, I think, yeah, the only definitely up even further for the Undisputed Era. I hope to see him on the main roster soon and not go the sanity route and actually go a proper route and become a dominant faction because, you know, there aren't really many heel dominant factions on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah,
0: that's, that's true. I mean, it be an interesting year for them and, of course, an interesting year with NXT. And uh, every month we will bring you an NXT update and, of course, all the takeovers and the live shows beforehand. You know, we do it every year. And, of course, we're going to do it this year as well. But now on to NXT news.
1: News. (laughs) For the first couple of months of 2020, WWE moved NXT takeover events away from Raw and SmackDown brand pay-per-views. Royal Rumble weekend, we'll have a World Collide show. and February, there will be a takeover in Portland, Oregon.
0: Well, that uncoupling will not occur for WWE's biggest event of the year, however. Triple H gave us more details about the takeover, which will take place before WrestleMania 36, Takeover Tampa.
1: Well, Triple H said, This February, WWE NXT heads out west for an NXT road trip in Phoenix. The uh, 2nd of February, uh, 7th of February, NXT Las Vegas. Um, Sorry. <coughs> NXT Phoenix is the 7th of February. NXT Las Vegas is the 8th of February. And NXT Riverside is the 9th of February. And then takes over at WrestleMania weekend in Tampa. NXT TakeOver Tampa is live on Saturday, April the 4th. Tickets on sale this Friday. Hashtag, we are... NXT.
0: After moving to Friday last year because New Japan and Ring of Honor were running Madison Square Garden on Saturday, NXT is back to the eve of Mania in twenty twenty. Friday is now for SmackDown of course with a Hall of Fame ceremony set for Thursday.
1: All three of those shows and the Monday after war will take place in Tampa's Amelie Arena. WrestleMania thirty six is set for Raymond James Stadium on
0: We get the twenty twenty Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic Bracket Reveals.
1: Well the teams for the twenty twenty Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic has been revealed and now it's time to see the matchups in this year's tournament.
0: Well the first round is comprised of four huge matches, including a battle pitting the NXT tag team champions against the NXT UK tag team champions. The first round battles include
1: Imperium, which is Marcel Barthel and Fabian Eichner versus the Forgotten Sons, Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler.
0: You've got Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, or the Brosawaits, as it should be called, versus Mark Andrews and Flash Webster Morgan.
1: We've got the Grizzle Jung Vets versus Kushida and a mystery opponent.
0: And the NXT UK Tag Team Champions, Gallus, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang versus NXT Tag Team Champions, the Unsputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. So, Dan, picks for the Dusty Road Tag Team Classic. Who are you going for in this one? I've got to
1: go for the Brosawaits. I mean, I'm... I'm wearing a Matt Riddle t shirt. I'm done.
0: I'm going to go for Kushida and his mystery opponent then. So I'll, I'll go for that. It might be someone. I was reading the article and someone says um, on a serious website, they'll go, oh, and Kushida's partner, my, her partner might be Nakamura. And I thought, what? Because they're Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, like... how fucking racist
2: <laughs> yeah, must know. he be? I
0: was like, that is disgusting. I mean, if it is Nakamura, it's cool, but it won't. So I'll go for them too. Same rules as it was. So we know what that means, don't we? One point for a knockout. One point advance, two points winner. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll do it like that and we'll see how it goes along with that. But it's good that there has been no spoilers yet for the Dusty Classic so we can actually take part this time round. And talk about things that are changing. BT's time is now.
1: Well, BT Sport in the UK today announced that they'll be airing both NXT and NXT UK going all-in with WWE programming, which also for SmackDown and all WWE pay-per-views.
0: This will be the first time that NXT and NXT UK will air on television in the United Kingdom and the first time that NXT UK will be on regular TV anywhere in the world.
1: NXT will air live at 1am local time and the first show will start tomorrow, or better yet, January the 2nd, early in the morning. Broadcast details for NXT UK will be announced in the near future. Both shows will also remain on the WWE Network. This
0: is a great move, especially for to the UK. No words yet on TakeOver, but they're all rumbles on BT Sport pay-per-view, much like the um, Conor McGregor fight, which I will not be paying 25 quid for.
1: Well, having seen the adverts and time spent by BT, WWE might have a great new home, and they're also showing WWE 24 shows and more.
0: Yeah, they had the Becky Lynch one on there the other day, so anybody with BT Sport, they are, you know, really going for it. So it's a good time. There's a £25 monthly pass you can get. Or, you know, you can get the app if you have got BT. If you've got uh, internet from BT, you get the sports app and you can see W Reaction on there as well. Some people might not know. Anyway, uh, UK champion Walter had his championship belt stolen along with his passport ahead of an Evolve wrestling event in Chicago. The theft which included Walter's passport card during a smash and grab of Walter's rental car.
1: Well, additional details as per the report. And we are told that Timothy Thatcher's rental car was also broken into and he had property stolen in the smash and grab. We are told by several wrestlers that there have been recent rash of cars being broken into near Logan Square in Chicago, where tonight's Evolve 142 event is slated to be held.
0: Walter is scheduled to face Evolve champ Jeff Briggs in the main event tonight's show. In the perfect world of 40s will find the belt thief in time to put them into a triple threat against Walter and Thatcher just to see what would happen. We'll keep you updated on the hopefully relocation of the UK Championship. Hopefully the culprit getting chopped until his ribcage collapses.
1: So were they um, trying to copy the Chris Jericho?
0: It looks that way, doesn't it? It's not been a great... It wasn't a great year for uh, title belts.
1: No, well, WWE NXT UK superstar Piper Niven ava- announced on Friday... On social media, that she is suffering from Bell's palsy.
0: She tweeted, "Who's got two thumbs, a funny face, and has Bell palsy?" Jim Ross. No, she was talking about herself. According to the Mayo Clinic, Bell's palsy is condition that weakens the facial muscles temporarily and causes half of one's face to appear to be drooping.
1: Well, WWE Hall of Famer and current AW announcer Jim Ross is another notable sufferer of Bell's palsy in the wrestling industry.
0: Well, the 28-year-old Niven is the native of Scotland Has officially been under a W contract since March when she debuted on NXT UK. Prior to that, Niven appeared in the first round classic in 2017 and reached the quarterfinals.
1: Well, Niven first made a name for herself wrestling throughout Europe and in Japan from 2009 to 2019 under the alias Viper.
0: Well, since joining NXT UK, Niven has mixed up with many of the top women on the show, including Rhea Ripley, Ginny, and Jazzy Gaber.
1: Well, NXT UK take over Blackpool 2. 2. In Blackpool, obviously. England on January the 12th. Niven is currently scheduled to challenge Tony Storm and NXT UK women's champ Kaylee Ray in a triple threat match.
0: Okay, so we'll stop there for NXT action. That is all of NXT in America done. We'll move on to NXT UK in a bit. But we just want to stop for a second because we're going to have a bit of a new Japan pro wrestling talk for the first time ever on the WNR podcast. Next, to bring you an NJPW event. Wrestle Kingdom 14 across two nights. So what we're going to do, we're not going to bring you both events. We're going to select matches across. Because, of course, we've got the magnificent seven, haven't we, Dan? The seven Great wrestlers. And we've got the luxury scene. Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr. in action next week alongside John Mox. Lee, and of course uh, Chris Jericho as well it's available on Fight TV here in the UK uh, it's $50 so it's going to cost about I think about £40 uh, to get both, Absolutely. both events I think it'll...
1: can we start up a GoFundMe for it <laughs>
0: anybody wants to donate money for us to start watching stuff on Fight TV, it is available on the, uh, Amazon Fire Sticks. You can get it on the internet. I think we can get it on our massive 100-inch screen as well, so we'll see what we can do there. like a walk so, <laughs> It That's is like Barney's shipped TV. Shipped in on a tanker. But we mentioned one of the Magnificent Seven, Will Ospreay. And now he's got a big match next week, uh, and we're just going to hype it up a little bit right now.
1: Yes, well, after being away from wrestling since July 7th, 2018, Hiromu Takashi had made his return to New Japan Pro Wrestling on November the 3rd this year. I mean, what an absolutely beautiful date that is. After Will Ospreay defeated Hiromu's Los Ingo Bonalarias, the Japon unit, mate. Uh, Bushi in the v three defense of his current i w g p junior heavyweight championship reign friendly confrontation the two agreed to meet each other at wrestle kingdom fourteen in an i w g p junior heavyweight championship match hiromu was the first reigning champion at the time of his injury And was forced to vacate due to being unable to defend the title.
0: Well, rumour has it... Rumour has it... Harumu has been healthy since June, but was also held back until he could make a Wrestle Kingdom 14 splash, which gave more time to rehab and come back, well-rested and perhaps in the best shape of his career.
1: Well, Ospreay will be IWGP junior heavyweight champ for over 200 days since his Wrestle Kingdom 14... once Wrestle Kingdom 14 kicks off on January 4th. His historic run in the New Japan Cup... Best of the Super Juniors, 2019 winner and the G1 Climax show just how much potential Osprey has to become a major draw in NJPW.
0: Major draw. Hiromu's return. He made his official return match headlines in the December 19th Road to Tokyo Dome show where he and Bushy team up to face Birds of Prey, Will Ospreay and Robbie Eagles. Who will also wrestle on the 20th and 21st for the Wrestle Kingdom full team match against Osprey.
1: While some have questioned Hiromu wrestling prior to Wrestle Kingdom, his doing so is unlikely to negatively affect ticket sales. Currently, both Wrestle Kingdom 14 events are selling at record pace.
0: And due to the extra time off, Hiromu is likely physically ready for his return He shouldn't have any problems wrestling near the level. Fans are accustomed to seeing from him.
1: Well, what to expect from Osprey.
0: Well, some feel like thrown the IWGP junior heavyweight champion. Others share rumours that Ospreay wants to lead a unit of junior heavyweights that will challenge their heavyweights for supremacy in NJPW. And a portion of his fan base simply refer to him as Sex Pig.
1: Well, Hiromu and Ospreay share an interesting rivalry where they call each other a friend of me due to their light-hearted banter and hard-hitting matches. Fans of NJPW have grown to expect Ospreay to have a great match whenever he steps into the ring and Hiromu was developing a for himself before his serious neck injury.
0: Well, Hiromu and Osprey may have many fans matching a match the night, which could go a long way in raising the value of the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship.
1: Well, NJPW is next week, but right now it is time for NXT
0: UK. Yeah, well, we've got eight episodes to catch up with, and we start off with the 14th of November.
1: when well, NXT UK comes to us from Brentford, Essex, one last time, Tyler Bate faces Cassius Ohno in the main event. Our first match
0: though is Katie Ray defeating Zia Brookside via pinfall in a non-title match.
1: Well, Ray controlled the early stages of the match, but perhaps underestimated Brookside's ability to escape from holds. She got the win with a gory bomb.
0: We get video package playing us remind us of Ear Drugloff's Alliance with Gallus.
1: Piper Niven did a heartfelt piece to camera where she talked about how important it is to be a role model as a plus-size athlete. She also touched on her history as an independent wrestler where she made the ICW Women's Championship a world title.
0: Or oh, Travis Banks defeated Ligero via pinfall. Well,
1: Banks did not see Joseph Connors' attack on Ligero on the outside. Ligero was then hit with a size of heaven and a Kiwi crusher, which gave Banks the win. After their draw a few weeks ago, Ligero was a bit more aggressive and carried a bit more intensity to match Banks.
0: Well, after the match, Joseph Collins attacked both Leguero and Banks and claimed that he is takeover worthy, whilst wearing a T-shirt for the WUK Championship Tournament in 2017.
1: Well, a video was paid hyping the debut of Ridge Holland, or formerly known as Luke Menzies, who is set for action in his hometown of Hull
0: next week. William Regal's in the NXT UK Performance Centre was asked why by Jim Smallman. Regal suggested he might poach some UK General Manager Johnny Saints talent.
1: Well, Alexander Wolfe interrupted the conversation, begging Johnny Saint for a match against Ia Dragunov. Saint discussed the idea with his assistant, Sid Scala, and the match was made official.
0: Ia Dragunov faces Alexander Wolfe next week.
1: Tyler Bate defeated Cassius Ono via pinfall.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was a very good main event. Ono missed a huge moonsault, which Bate capitalised upon by hitting a German suplex for a near fall. And after a closely competitive match, Bate won the match with a Tyler driver night seven in the middle of the ring.
1: Well NXT UK returns Thursday at eight PM, featuring Ian Dragonov versus Alexander Wolfe and the debut of Ridge Holland. This episode will be the first to air from this weekend's taping at the bonus arena in Hull.
0: Yeah, so let's get to it then the first of six episodes. It's the twenty first of November and our first match is Trent Seven defeating Conor Rees via Pinfall.
1: Well Seven got the wind with a Birmingham after the match. Eddie Dennis grabbed his hand and stared him down.
0: Uh, Dragunov told Radzi that Alexander Wolf was rough with him back in Dresden and that he did not respect Dragunov as his own person
1: A-Kid defeated Jack Stars via submission
0: Stars got a decent amount of offence but A-Kid was the focus of this match
1: with Jazzy Gabert by her side, Ginny told Radzi that Piper Nivin is not championship material.
0: The grizzled young veterans Zach Gibson and James Drake cut an in-ring primo stating that they would still be NXT UK Texting Champions had it not been for the three-way stipulation, stipulation. at TakeOver Cardiff. Gibson wants to say that they need to be on TakeOver Blackpool too.
1: 2. Jordan Devlin did a hilarious presentation where he showed highlights of his NXT UK matches. He then went on to call out a kid who thinks he has what it takes because Tyler Bate endorses him.
0: We had Ridge Holland W in defeating Oliver Carter via pinfall.
1: Holland got the win with his Northern Grit scoop slam. Ashton Smith helped Carter back up after his loss.
0: Well, Travis Banks, The and Joseph Connors all cut short prime to Camera. Banks said that he did not intend on winning the freeway match the way he did. The said the fans were robbed. Whilst Connors is happy that he made an impact.
1: While Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter were walking backstage, Noam walked passed. He implied
2: that Smith and Carter are fans of his and tried to patronise them. But Smith challenged Dar to a match next week. And Piper Niven
0: versus Ginny is set for next week as well. So the main event is Alexander Wolfe versus Aya Dragunov.
2: Wolf won with a powerbomb after interference from Imperium. Gallus saved Dragunov from a post-match beatdown. Then Volta and Joe Coffey both grabbed the WWE UK title after the brawl.
0: And confirmed for next week is Piper Niven versus Ginny and Jordan Devlin versus Akid. Well, it's
1: November 28th and NXT UK once again emanates from the bonus arena in Hull with a big main event pitching Imperium against Gallus and Ia Dragunov.
0: Our first match is Piper Niven defeating Ginny with Jazzy Gabert via pinfall.
1: Well, Jazzy Gabert got barred from ringside after putting her hands on Niven. Niven's pinfall victory came after hitting Ginny with a Mishinoku driver.
0: After the match, Piper Niven cut a promo directed at Kaylee Ray, saying that she's coming for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Title across her shoulder. She's not backing down from Piper Niven. There's nowhere
1: that she would. Oh! Well, she looks set to uh, jaw with Piper Niven, but hits her with a slap, starts jawing, and then gets hit with a slap of her own. And Piper Niven with a back suplex and just flattens her.
0: Well, Kaylee Ray got the wrong side of Piper Niven. He's looking to be N- uh, NXT UK Women's Champion. Wait a minute.
1: No, from behind, Tony Storm comes and attacks Kaylee Ray. Scares her into the ring and into the weight arms of Piper Niven, who set her up for a spear.
0: Well, this is the first time we've seen Tony Storm since losing the at takeover. And she's back. She means business. And Kaylee Ray getting out of harm's way. And Piper Niven getting... In- uh, sorry, Tony Storm getting involved in Piper Niven... And Katie Ray. And are you pleased to see Tony
1: Storm back? I am always pleased to see Tony Storm. She's a, she's a brilliant athlete. And it was only a matter of time before she was going to make her return and target the woman who took her title from her.
0: And Piper Niven is serious about the fret as well, as we continue next team. Eddie Dennis was in action defeating Duress Gordon via pinfall.
1: Well, this was Dennis's in ring return after left pectoral injury took him out for eight months. This is also Duress's, Duress Gordon's NXT U-Day debut, and commentary described him as being under Trent Seven's wing. Gordon left a very good impression here, showing tremendous agility. He hit, sev- he hit a Seven Stars lariat before finishing with a next-stop driver for the win.
0: Well, Joseph Connors told Razzie that he is takeover worthy and that he wants Travis Banks and Liguero in a triple threat match.
1: Well, Noam Dar defeated Ashton Smith via pinfall. Well,
0: this match came after Smith challenged Dar last week. Dar got the win with another ruler.
1: Well, two matches were set for next week. It was Jordan Devlin versus A Kid and Travis Banks versus Liguero versus Joseph Connors.
0: And our main event, Imperium, which is Walter, Marcel Barthel, Fabian Knight, and Alexander Wolfe versus Gallus, Joe Coffey, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang. And our Juggernaut ended in a double countout.
1: Well, WWE UK champion Volta remained outside the ring throughout most of the match. He stood off against Joe Coffey when he finally made it into the ring. Wolfgang and Mark Coffey's tandem offence was particularly impressive. Dragunov and Wolf started fighting in the crowd and then everybody else brawled, causing the double count-out.
0: We'll be on to our next episode, December 5th, and Gallus and Imperium head to the negotiation table, but will there be a resolution or conflict?
1: Well, Tony Storm defeats Killer Kelly via pinfall in a first match.
0: Yeah, I think we all knew he was going to win this one. Tony Storm withstood a barrage from Killer Kelly to see her off with the Storm Zero. Well,
1: post match, NXT UK women's champ Kaylee Ray attacked Storm only for Piper Niven to make the save. Niven offered a hand to Tony, who walked off.
0: Oh, so is there going to be a teaming up, or is it going to be good friends, better enemies? The South Wales subcoacher spoke about the Grizzled Young veterans and Gallus and ask the UK general manager for another shot in the NXT UK tag team titles at TakeOver Blackpool 2.
1: Two. Well, we see during the break that Tony Storm and Piper Niven argue in the back. Storm says she doesn't need Niven, she just needs her title.
0: Our next match, The Hunt, Primate and Wild Boar defeated the Outliers, Dorian Mack and Riddick Moss via pinfall.
1: Well, the wild Tandem saw off the physically impressive duo from NXT US after Wild Boar withstood a brutal assault from Mack and Master Tagging Primate, who ran wild. The Hunt picked up the win with a double headbutt from the top rope.
0: Oh, Jordan Devlin defeated Akid via pinfall in our next match.
1: Well, this match was a phenomenal sprint. Ten minutes of non-stop action. These two went back and forth. Devlin working the leg of a and the Spanish superstar counteracting with the impact offence, such as an unreal moonsault DD2. A-Kid has some hope until Devlin punted him right in the face and hit the Devlin side, as Tyler Bate looked on.
0: Well, Jenny cuts a promo about Piper Niven beating her. She says that loss and Jazzy Gabert being ejected was disrespectful. She says everything between the two are fine, but things don't seem too rosy or Jimal.
1: Joseph Connors defeated Travis Banks and Leguero via pinfall.
0: Well, Connors managed to use the athletic rivalry between Banks and Leguero against them to sneak away with a win. Connors was neutralised early on by Leguero, and the Kiwi Buzzsaw used his wrestling now to keep himself in it. All three men gave it their all, hitting their big moves, and it would be Connors sending Banks into Leguero and dropping Travis with the Don't Look Down to pick up the win.
1: Cassius Ono cuts the promo about his match with Tyler Bate, saying Bate made him lose his cool and lose sight that he is here to wrestle the European style. He vows to not use any more boots and elbows, additional Brit rest moves.
0: Well, we then have a summit between Gallus member Joe Coffey and W United Kingdom champion Volta. Coffey says that the boys in Imperium will get hurt by the Gallus firm. Joe Coffey wants a shot at the United Kingdom Championship, but Walter wants something in return. Wolfgang to defend... They're titles against Imperium, and now Dragunov face Alexander Wolf in a no-disqualification match. Kofi cannot negotiate over saying he has no control over here, but Dragunov interrupts. He demands the agreement is made, and Kofi v. Walter is confirmed for takeover Blackpool.
1: That should be a huge hitting match. Well, Walter calls back Dragunov, who is grabbed by Alexander Wolf and jumped by Imperium. Here is put through the table by Wolf and Imperium Standall to close the show.
0: Yeah, so that's what we've got. We've got a big build-up between you know Gallus and uh, Imperium. We've got in Imperium, like we said earlier on NXT, they've at uh, Wells Collide. They've got to face the undisputed Era as well. So it's going to be a huge month for them as they go along. But December twelfth, exactly one month away from NXT UK Takeover Blackpool two two, and the card is beginning to take shape.
1: We're back to tonight, and Kaylee Ray defeated Isla Dawn via pinfall in a non-title match.
0: Well, Ray got the win with a gory bomb. Dawn was quite competitive until the point, despite Ray targeting her legs.
1: Oh, well, after the match, Kaylee Ray cut a promo saying that she is still in the mind of Tony Storm, and that she has Piper Niven rattled. A seemingly unfazed Niven walked down to the ring, but was overtaken by Tony Storm, who went for Ray. Storm and Niven stood off in the ring as Ray walked away.
0: As a result, Sis Scala came out to announce that Kaylee Ray will defend the NXT UK Women's Championship against Ton Storm and Piper Niven at TakeOver Black Bull two, 2 in what will be an incredible match as well.
1: That will be a huge, hard-hitting affair. Well, Jordan Devlin made another presentation, this time belittling Tyler Bates' NXT UK's career. He pointed out Bates losing efforts against the Grizzled Young Vets and Volta.
0: Well, Joe Coffey has asked what it would mean to him to become the UK champion. He said it is the biggest score that NXT UK has to offer and that is the biggest guy holding it. Coffey promised to leave his mark on Walter and Imperium.
1: Do you reckon there'd be a handprint on his chest?
0: I, I think so. He came short against Pete Dunne, didn't he, at the last Blackpool event, but will lightning strike twice? we we'll have to find out.
1: Well, Michael May was set to debut in a match against Trent Seven, but he was attacked by Eddie Dennis before the match could begin. Dennis exited through the crowd as seven helped May back to the back.
0: Radzi asked now but claim that he's contractually guaranteed a takeover spot in the lead-up to take over Cardiff. He stopped General Manager Johnny St. assistant, says Scala, to ask about his match, claiming that he's going on a vacation to Benidorm until his match is announced. Scala told him that his contract doesn't say what he thinks it does and tells Dar that he's to face Tyler Bate next week.
1: That'd be a good match as well. Which Holland defeated Jack
2: Stars via pinfall. Holland
0: pinned stars after hitting his northern grip power slam. He absolutely manhanded his opponent
2: in this match. Kenny Williams was minding his own business in the NXT UK Performance Centre. He was then he was reunited with Amir Jordan, who had been injured for six months. Williams seemed excited to team with his own partner yet again.
0: And in our main event is the NXT UK Tag Team Championship match, Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang versus Imperium, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel. I was going to say, you get the intros done, but before even he can do that with a ring announcement, you can tell how much the two groups dislike each other. It's Wolfgang on the attack straight away on um, Barthel. Sorry, on the Eitner, really. I mean, I can't really get those two confused. And Imperium recently, you know, they talk about dominance and the uh, NXT UK titles is something they definitely want to get. It was a bit of a surprise, Gallus actually winning the titles from... Um, Flash, Morgan, Webster and Mandrews, wasn't it, really? Especially
1: so soon after they won them.
0: Yeah, exactly. And now you've got Gallus, who's got the titles there. Of course, Joe Coffey, who wants the um, UK Championship. Is this the right direction? I thought it would be British Strong style, but it seems Gallus have taken it up now. I mean, is that the right choice to go against the Imperium, do you reckon?
1: Uh, I think it is, yeah. It's um, you know, it is a good match to, You know, these Well, these four big guys. I can't wait for the grizzled young vets to get back into the fold, though.
0: Yeah, I think without doubt, I think, um, like you talk about, they, they've said that they deserve a rematch, and I think that is quite right. And what of Tyler Bate and Trent Seven seem to, you know, maybe not be a tag team as much. You know Pete Dunne is struggling in America after picking up a couple of losses along the way. And at the moment, you know, Gallus and Imperium have got a great records leading into this. And Walter, I think he wants to test his troops to so, him. you know, I'll give you a title match, I want to have these two matches here. And you can definitely see with uh, Alexander Wolfe, dragon Dragunov, that's there uh, we're going to be showing later on tonight as well. It's definitely the feud going along. But are Gallus' faces at the moment, or is it just that Imperium are just really heels? I
1: think they're the more heely of the two. I think, you know, they're both still heelish, but Imperium's kind of overtaken Gallus, because Gallus used to be the top heels, and then Imperium have kind of formed, and they've taken the Scallus. They might turn them slightly facey in the process. I don't know.
0: I think it's helped Gallus out recently. You know, a lot has got more relevant uh, in NXT UK after a bit of a shaky start. And we talk about Mark and uh, Wolfgang as a team. They have, for two big men, as it was, they've definitely got a few double-team moves that are very impressive. And, of course, Wolfgang, my pick in the uh, UK tournament way back when.
1: So do you think they saw Joe Coffey as someone, you know, too big to be teaming with Mark Coffey? Someone that can go it alone as opposed to, you know, being a co-tag team title holder with his brother
0: I think I was surprised that Joe Coffey is still getting another opportunity you know especially when he's uh, kind of been there and done that I might have seen the Coffey brothers as uh, a better tag team but Wolfgang as a singles competitor I think, I think Joe's probably the most credible out of Gallus to challenge Walter I think would be fair
1: I think so too yeah um, you know who else is going to challenge Walter Jordan Devlin oh, yeah yeah <laughs> There's not really many viable options for him to face that could result in anything other than a complete demolishing for the opponent.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. And we've seen some big tag teams in WWE and Gallus among them. But like I said, double team efforts taking Eichner out the ring. Now setting Barthel up.
1: he had him up on there, uh, up on his shoulders, looking for a Samoan drop. But a rake to the eyes and sending him shoulder first into the ring post. And Tandem, Barthel and Eichner. Just concentrating on the head of Coffey. I
0: mean, this is a great place for these young guys to come and learn. i and Barthel have not been a team for too long, but definitely improving as we see them, You know, month in, month out. And that's why NXT UK is still a development league as well. You know, Let's not forget, people aren't really made stars, but I think Gallus would be suited on the main roster of Imperium. I think this is a perfect place for them right now. And I think Gold is in their future at some point.
1: Absolutely. Um, I don't think they're going to do kind of like the Undisputed Era run, but, you know, that they, they have got a bit of a goldie future.
0: Whether that be in NXT UK or NXT or even on the main roster, it's there to uh, put forward and impress. You can see Reitner and Barthel just doing what any great tag team does, cutting off the ring, quick tags as well.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and it's um, you know it's a good style of wrestling. You can tell these two teams really hate each other. Their factions have are kind of been squaring off and they had their double count out the other week. It's, um, yeah, it is good storytelling, it's, you know, from NXT UK. I think they're taking more of a page out of NXT's book than they are out of Raw and SmackDown's
0: yeah. book. And I think that's working for them. And I think another thing that works for it is it's still only an hour programme. I yeah. think if it went to two hours, I think it might be a bit of an overkill, especially when you haven't got a secondary championship. You can just focus on the free like NXT did. You know, we talk about how great NXT was back in the day, where you focus on taking titles one week, you know, the the champion. And with the Gallison. um Imperium storyline you get to follow all of it kind of at once
1: absolutely yeah and the uh, referee's thrown up the X called for a, a doctor and it looks like Mark Coffey's in a bit of a bad way at the moment
0: this might be the end for him and Mark's saying no he wants to continue
1: did he say come on you fucking bastard <laughs> my lip reading's not that great <laughs> I, you know I'll hold my hands up to that but it did look like he said that and Barthel he's not giving him an inch he's uh, taking it straight back to Mark
0: Uh, I don't want to state the bleeding, obvious, but it looks like Mark Coffey desperately needs a tag to Wolfgang and Imperium aren't going to let that happen. Well, even if the match ended with uh, referee calling the bell, the opponent couldn't continue, that would make Imperium tag team champions, I would assume. That's how Brock Lesnar used to do it back in the day, wasn't (laughs) it? You know, beating out the Harley boys and stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, You couldn't say no contest. No, you couldn't really. It's a knockout, isn't it? But, you know, Mark Coffey, not one to give up, just like that. And he gets Irish whipped into uh, the Imperium corner, takes out Barthel and then deposits Eichner over the top rope. Can he get to Wolfgang before the Imperium tag team recover?
0: Well, he's looking for the hot tag. Mark just inches away, but here comes Eichner. Backdrop, though, tags him Wolfgang. And here he comes, and he's on fire, baby. line in anything that moves.
1: Irish whipped to the corner, follows up with a cross body. Jumps over the rope and takes out Eichner.
0: There's no doubt Wolfgang is an agile big man as he comes off the top.
1: Double axe handle smash. I like the old classic See, there modes.
0: you go. Bring him something back. <clears throat> and now looking to maybe throw away in the Gorilla Press.
1: <laughs> well, Eichner comes in. tries disrupting it. But he just gets his tag team partner thrown at his face. Fucking hell. Lovely variation of a suplex there. Into the cover. But no, just a two count. Two... That was a variation I've never seen before in my life.
0: Well, Wolfgang definitely bringing it. Maybe this wasn't the best idea, but Mark's recovered a little bit on the apron.
1: But is he fully fit? Well, the move that doesn't work into the Samoan drop for the cover, two. No, just a two count.
0: Two. (coughs) Eichner keeps his team in it for now, but with Barthel nowhere to be seen.
1: As far as tag team moves, that was quite lame. Looks like there's a bit of blood on Eichner's head. He's now fighting back. Knocks Wolfgang off the apron. Catches hold of a charging Mark Coffey. Blind tag in, but he gets taken out on the apron. Barthel is the legal man, but Eichner's still in the ring. Barthel gets deposited over the top rope. Was supposed to land on the edge of the ring. Apron slipped off. Landed on his backside on the way for Finn mats. Wolfgang nips into the ring. He gets caught with a huge spine buster, followed up with a punt. One, two. No. no. Well, Wolfgang
0: s- managing to kick out somehow I don't know how but uh. <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts are
1: exactly James that was a lovely little uh, lovely little transition of moves there especially after the you know the uh, little butt drop on the outside he, he recovered quickly from that you know and didn't let it affect his momentum
0: and now he's going to look to put Wolfgang away as he sends him into his corner with Eitler getting the tag in
1: Barthel loads up Wolfgang and takes his uh, position on the second rope. But Mark Coffey comes in and just grabs the leg. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell.
0: Mark Coffey getting tangled in the 8 as he falls down. Now we've got a two-on-one situation.
1: But Wolfgang doing the best he can to fight out from it. Gets shoved against the ropes, looking for a double clothesline. But sent face-first into the mat with a flatliner. Deadlift German. But Mark's back in.
0: You know, he looks resilient as he sends Eichner to the outside and starts training with uh, Marcel Barthel.
1: Yay-nay punches as the two are just sugging it out. Mark Coffey gets the upper hand. Barthel's looking out on his feet. Ducks a huge right and catches a right of his own. He's running up cut in the corner. Step up in Seguri. Lovely suplex. Comes off top. No, into a huge elbow from Mark. Eichner with a rolling senton.
2: Springboard moonsault. Wolfgang's up. Hits us. Spear take that! That's like a spear rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and now all four men are down and exhausted. <laughs> well, a plat halfway down
0: it. Quite so, gone gin style. Well,
2: all four men, four men are down, it. down. Oh my God! Wait. Well, a minute. I mentioned the quizzle Jung vets. They've come to ringside,
1: grabbed hold of the tag team titles, and are making their way out of here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're stealing the gold.
1: What's, what's, what's quite funny about that is the scousers stealing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh wait a minute! The Welshmen are here. Flash yeah. Morgan, Webster, Mandrews.
1: Well, the Welsh massive subculture, Sammy Carava and the match gets
0: thrown out. Ah, oh, that's a but shame. But we get a huge
1: battle in the ring now. All eight guys.
0: And surely... Don't call me Shirley. This is going to lead to a huge eight-man tag for the tag team titles. Well, it looks that way, but it's a shame a match of that quality had to end in that way.
1: But it's best way to save both teams. <clears throat> and our Mandrews man going off here with Mark Coffey. The Grizzled Young Vets drag Morgan Webster Flash out of the ring. Springboard's over, takes out the Grizzled Young Vets. <laughs> oh, Wolfgang takes out his own partner, but both members of Imperium. It's worth the risk as all eight men are fighting. Wait a minute. Johnny Saint and Sid Scala make their way to the ring, though. Well, it looks like Sid Scala and Johnny Saint are the new tag team champions.
0: <laughs> wow. So Sid Scala saying next time you see these titles, they'll be hanging high. When they face off in a ladder match, four-team ladder match.
1: Well, he's just announced that it's going to be a four-way ladder match for the tag team titles because they will not have them being disrespected in
0: this manner. And what a match that will be at TakeOver. And like I said, the card is starting to take shape. We know what's happening with the three main titles now. We've got a Walter versus the NXT title.
1: We've got the eight-man tag team match for the tag team titles. Imperium, Dallas, South Wales, Subculture Massive and the Grizzle Jung Vets. Yeah,
0: and what a match that should be as well. And, of course, we know the NXT Women's Championship is going to be on the line. Triple Threat, Tony Storm, Piper Niven and, of course, the NXT UK Women's Champion, Kay Lee Ray. But we still move on December 19th, our next episode, and it's going to be Bait versus Dar.
1: Well, as we head towards the year-end, will the T UK's first big event of 2020 take shape?
0: I think so. Well, first match, Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan defeating Pretty Deadly, Sam Stoker, and Lewis Howley via pinfall.
1: Well, Pretty Deadly took control from here, focus uh, took control, focusing on Jordan and his shoulder. Jordan fought back when a double-team flapjack went wrong for Pretty Deadly. Williams got the hot tag and flew with a flying clo- clothesline and double suicide dive to the outside. Oh. A sling blade to Howley shortly after got a two count. Two. When Stoker broke the count. Williams fought back with a springboard double back elbow and Jordan picked up the win moments later with a swanton bomb A.
0: We had an exclusive from last week with Marcel Barthel and Fabian Aitner. They think it's a disgrace they need to fight in a ladder match to take over Blackpool for the next UK tag team titles.
1: Ligero was backstage talking about Cassius Ono saying that he had nothing but respect for him since they met years ago. He talked about them fighting earlier this year in New York and Ono cheating to win that match. He said it didn't matter how much respect he had for Ono because Ono had none for him. And they will meet in two weeks.
0: Well, Trent Seven then came to the ring for the promo. He talked about Eddie Dennis and the recent situation. Situation. With Michael May.
1: Well, this brought out Dennis, who stood on the stage and shared, stared at Seven while he talked about Dennis's time off with an injury. Dennis got closer to the ring while Seven talked about the early days of NXT UK. But when Dennis slowly got into the ring, he sucker a punch seven with the microphone right in the forehead, cutting him open. He then said, I'll see you at TakeOver Blackpool.
0: We then had a video package for the Katie Ravey, Tony Storm versus Piper, Niven triple threat match for TakeOver Blackpool. Niven doesn't like it when friends have become, and both Ray and Storm promised to leave with the championship.
1: Well, Ginny with Jazzy Gabert defeated Amiel via pinfall.
0: Yeah, Ginny made short work on the French Hope Pumlo, hitting the makeover for a win.
1: Well, post-match, Gaber flattened Emil with a short-arm clothesline after the bell. But Ginny demanded another, and another. But Gaber had second thoughts after Ginny demanded the third and walked out on her so-called accomplice.
0: Well, maybe Gaber doesn't want to be taking orders anymore. Volta announced that in two weeks' time, Alexander Wolf will face Aya Dragunov for the advantage, going in to take over Blackpool.
1: Well, Tyler Bate versus Noam Dar. ...was our final match.
0: Yeah, it's a fantastic match. It went back and forth right until the end. was out to prove himself to the UK general manager, Johnny Saint... ...to prove he's good enough to wrestle at a takeover.
1: Well, they had a good sec- technical start... ...that eventually migrated into both going for their signature
0: moves. And what a great match this has been. And, I mean, dave just missed out on the Magnificent Seven just. I mean, Tyler Bate is, of course, partly illustrious list... ...but made the uh, WNL new top 50 as well. So he's a great wrestler... And it's been uh, back and forth so far. And Dar, of course, trying to target bait, But we know how much punishment Bate can take.
1: He uh, manages a standing switch. Grabs the leg. Of getting another variation of a suplex. I've not seen. Into the cover, but only a two count.
0: Two. And Tyler Bate now trying to get to his feet. And of course, he would be trying to forget about the uh, defeat to Walter at the last takeover. try to build success then. And Dar, who said he deserves a spot at every takeover, wants to prove his worth here tonight. Bait now manages to get to his feet,
1: running, shooting, star. But Dar catching with the knees up into a cover, but only a two
0: count. Two. Dar now with a nice uppercut. Upper what?
1: Tyler with the old bait and switch. But Dar not falling, planting face first into the mat, into another cover. But Bait again managing to kick out.
0: Ah. Uh, and Dar now might be getting a little bit frustrated, but he's just got to keep on. Tyler Bait, the very first UK champion. There's no doubt the fans love him, and is now Dar going to try and finish now? Pinky's up. Is he going to try the Nova roller?
1: No. Bait with a step up in Seguri. Catches Dar on the way in. Wow. Bait looking for the rebound. But he gets caught by Dar.
0: And the leg's been worked on the majority of the match. And now Dar has got it. Sinked in. The champagne super knee That's probably one of the greatest names of a move I've ever heard. And he's got Bait in serious trouble.
1: Tyler just fingertips away from the rope. Manages to get there. Dar breaks the hold.
0: You can see Dar the look on his face. A big, strong boy's Bate trying to get back into it. But Dahl's really taking it to Tyler tonight.
1: <clears throat> Bate with a couple of elbows to Dahl's midsection. Trying to get his way back into this. But he just gets his leg kicked out. Turns Tyler Bate inside out. Follows up with a huge kick to the head. Two. No. Bate still managing to get the shoulder up at two. Two.
0: And the frustration there now, Dahl, looking at the referee. Can't believe it. He's gonna go back to that leg now. The bottom rope. <coughs> Here comes Dar. A double foot stump from the top.
1: But gets caught with a rolling heel kick. And
0: that might not. No arm out.
1: Bate with one leg.
0: <laughs> manages to make his way to the top.
1: But Dar walks, uh, rolls to the outside, trying to find some sanctuary. But that's not gonna stop Tyler Bate. Kick <laughs> off the apron. Now Tyler's going flying over the top rope. Takes out Dar.
0: And that is beautiful from Tyler Bate. doing. Go near to the top. Could have, could have gone across a full rope if it was there after the dive. Throws Dahl back in. Looks to end it. Looking for the Tyler driver.
1: But Bate turns it into a roll-up. But no, still only a two.
0: Two. And Dahl seems to have an answer for everything Bate's doing at the moment. Bate's got to just try and get through. Both men exchanging forearms.
1: Dahl kicking the leg of Bate out. Misses with a kick to the head, though.
0: Gets caught with a huge uppercut. <laughs> and then Dahl with a kick. To the arm and now twisting him round.
1: Tyler Bate fighting back. Looking for the rebound clothesline. Into a cover. One, two. No.
0: Oh, what a beautiful move that is by Bate. But Dar somehow managed to kick out. Ah. Uh-huh. And this is the case of just both men giving everything they've got here tonight in the ring. Now Bate trying to... They've got a bit of a distraction now. Jordan Devlin. Oh, Devlin's coming out. And now with a roll-up. One, two. no. Oh. Oh. Dar thinks he's won it, but Bate managed to kick out. Uh-huh. And then a huge right hand by Bate to Dar. And as he looks at Devlin, hits a tire driver at And oh, my man, no, I'm Dar. Comes up just short there, even with the interference. And here comes Devlin. And as Devlin comes in, he faces off a Tyler Bate. And Bate's saying, if you want to go, I'm ready right now. And Devlin, I think, wisely getting out of the ring. Tyler Bate looking on. (laughs) I think this fight will be for another day. Or Bate saying to him, you want me so bad? What about that NXT takeover? And Devlin looks smirking. Saying, all right, I'll do that.
1: With his large noggin.
0: He wasn't smirking.
1: No, James, he wasn't (laughs) smoking. He didn't have a cigarette in his gob. He just got a big bonce.
0: So what did you think of the match between Dar and Bate? I
1: thought it was very entertaining. Yeah, it certainly shows that Dar is... Willing and able to hang with, you know, a former NXT UK champ holder.
0: Yeah, and it was just kind of back and forth match that really helps build up. And Dar, thinking he won it right towards the end, just coming up short and Devlin again, being going to be featured at TakeOver versus Tyler Bate. But Bate looks like a star as well coming out of this. So I think a good job all the way around. So we move on to December 26th, the Boxing Day edition of NXT UK.
1: Well, this was a best-of special, also used as a hype vehicle for NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2. Two. Unlike 205 Live's best-of upload, the matches were not shown in full. Other highlights were shown beyond what is listed below.
0: Well, NXT UK Women's Championship, Tony Storm defeated very Ripley by pinfall from NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2019.
1: NXT UK Women's Championship, Kaylee Ray defeated Tony Storm by pinfall. From NXT UK Takeover Cardiff 2019.
0: NXT UK Tag Team Championship Grizzly Young Veterans Zach Gibson and James Drake defeated Mustache Mountain Trent Seven and Tyler Bate by a pinfall. NXT Takeover UK Blackpool 2019.
1: NXT UK Women's Championship Kaylee Ray defeated Tony Storm by a pinfall from NXT UK Takeover Cardiff 2019.
0: NXT UK Tag Team Championship Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews defeated Grizzly Young Veterans Zach Gibson. James Drake and Gallus, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang by Pinfall, NXT UK Takeover Cardiff 2019.
1: Trent Seven defeated Noam Dar by Pinfall from the October 24th edition of NXT UK TV.
0: Additionally, Tony Storm, Piper Niven, Kaylee Ray, Dave Mastiff, Jordan Devlin, Joe Coffey, Grizzly Young Veterans, Slash Morgan Webster, Mark Andrews, Tom or Todd Phillips, and Nigel McGuinness appeared on a programme or were highlighted in some form. The special was hosted by NXT UK commentators Tom or Phillips and Nigel McGuinness.
1: Uh, and also, they promo for next week is a no DQ match Ian Dragunov versus Alexander Wolf and Ligero versus Cassius Ono.
0: Alright, so let's get on to our last episode of the Next UK on this episode. And it's January 2nd, and it's the first one of the new year. Well, the
1: show opens with General Manager Johnny Saint and Sid Scala announcing the addition of two matches to NXT TakeOver Blackpool 2. Two! Eddie Dennis will face off against Trent Seven, while former champ Tyler Bate tangles with the Irish ace Jordan Devlin.
0: Well, Tomatov Phillips and Nigel McGuinness welcome us to another edition of NXT UK from whole England. They'll even his main event, which will see Imperium's Alexander Wolfe go one-on-one with dragon Dragunov in a no-disqualification match-up.
1: Well, Dave Mastiff is out for the first opening contest. He'll be facing Conor Reeves. Reeves brings a microphone with him and tells the fans in Hull to shut their mouths. You disgusting, disrespectful NXT UK fans. Throw me off in my match against Trent Seven a few weeks ago. I was jet lagged I didn't get the right nutrition. I didn't get enough sleep. Therefore, I wasn't ready. That is followed by heavy boos from the crowd. Reeves goes on to call Mastiff a monstrosity. And doesn't belong in the same ring as him. And he insults Mastiff's family.
0: So Dave Mastiff versus Connor Reeves. And Mastiff nails Reeves with a huge right hand. Big shoulder block. Sends Rees to the outside. Mastiff follows him out. Reeves smashes Mastiff off the apron. And goes for a crossbody off the apron as well. Mastiff catches him low. And Reeves slips behind him and pushes him into the steel stairs. Reeves catches Mastiff with a running knees. he's coming back into the ring. He traps Mastiff's head in the apron cover. And unloads big strikes.
1: DDT for a near four. And Mastiff gets to his feet. Running boot from Reeves sends him down again. Mastiff hulks up. He sends Reeves flying with a back body drop, then follows up with a released German suplex. Reeves falls into the corner, flying cannonball, and Mastiff gets the victory.
0: Yeah, so we Mastiff wins the match and back to the arena, and Tony Storm is here. She gets a huge pop from the crowd. She dresses the NXT Universe. She said, after I lost the Women's Championship, I had to go away for a while. Kaylee Ray, she really got in my head, and it sent me into a really dark place. Because of that... I owe someone an apology. Someone I really do consider a good friend. Someone I've known for a long time right now. I'd like to talk to Piper Niven.
1: Well, Niven, meet Storm in the ring and Storm begins. I owe you an apology. I was stupid enough to let Kaylee Ray drive a wedge between us. I'm so sorry, but before we move past this, I need a favour. My personal feelings with Ray are not over. So at TakeOver Blackpool, I'm going to need you to step aside. Storm promises Niven that she will give her a title shot as soon as she becomes champion.
0: Well, Niven responds, Tony, you know I love you. You know I love you. You always know how hard I've had to work just to even be here. I can't let an opportunity like this slip through my fingers. You had your chance here and I need to take mine. I'm sorry, but the answer is no. Storm goes to Paul Niven. Niven headbutts her. This leads to a brawl. Several referees run out to separate them. They are successful. The champ, Kaylee Ray, appears laughing on the entrance.
1: Well, officials are able to gain control of the situation. And the segment ends.
0: Well, Liguero's out next for a second bout. The day he'll be facing the now-dubbed wrestling genius, Cassis Ono.
1: Well, Ono grabs a double wrist lock to start. Liguero breaks away and rocks Ono with a forearm. Ono screams at the ref for wrestle, not fight. Liguero makes Ono pay with more strikes. Pace picks up, a drop kick to the knee, and Ono goes for a stand-in senton but misses. A head scissor sends Ono to ringside. He takes a second to recover, as his new technique doesn't seem to be working. Ono hits a jawbreaker on Liguero as he's coming back in the ring, and a neck crank submission. Ono transitions into a cravat, but he refuses to throw a strike. Liguero battles out of the hold with an ensiguri. He dubs Dumps Ono and follows Conhilo. Back in the ring, Ligero climbs. Missile dropkick connects. Then we get a quick series of pin attempts. Ligero with a stunner, followed by a sunset bomb for a two count. Two! Ono retakes control and applies the Cassius clutch. Ligero fights to get to the ropes. He can't make it and taps.
0: So Ono wins by submission and post-match. He cuts a promo. He says his match with Tyler Bate had an unfavorable outcome because he lost sight of what he wants to do in NXT UK and that's to become the living embodiment of British... He says, there isn't a soul backstage that knows a thing about British style. I am Cassie Sono, and I am the greatest British wrestler alive. I mean, I'd just like to say, Cassie Sono, it's great that you listen to the podcast, but unfortunately you do not qualify for the Magnificent Seven list of the greatest British wrestler alive.
1: Hey, that's exactly what he's trying to do. I, yeah, I know. <clears throat> well, you cut, we cut to A-Kid from earlier this week, and he's talking about Tyler Bate and Jordan Devlin. When Joseph Connors interrupts to say that he's worthy to be on a takeover. He and Kid get a brief confrontation. Connors warns Kidd, warns Kidd that he isn't afraid to ruin things for him in the future.
0: Well backstage, Dave Mastiff approaches Cassis Ono to question his best British wrestler alive, Monica. Mastiff challenges him to a matchup whenever Ono feels ready.
1: Then we get tag team action next. It's Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith. They take on the outliers, Dorian Mark and Riddick Moss. Carter and Moss begin tie up Moss shows off his strength and athleticism him with a huge shoulder block Carter kicks Ross in the face then rocks him with a heel kick Moss responds by back elbowing Carter and tagging in Mac Mac tosses Carter to the corner and tells him to tag in Smith Carter obliges Smith charges at Mac Mac lifts him with ease and brings him into the corner shoulder thrust to Smith's gut by Mac he sends Smith across the ring tags in Carter Tandem offence including a double drop kick, Moss runs in but Smith and Carter dump him as well. The outliers try to regroup on the outside. it's a huge lariat onto Carter, Ross tags in and lays into Carter with strikes. Carter gets trapped in the outliers corner, pop up lariat, outliers double team for two count.
0: Two. Well, Carter eventually tags in Smith. He strings together offense, including a running boot and a diving yakuza kick. Moss slows Smith down with another shoulder thrust, but walks right into a cradle. Mark doesn't make it in time, and the Outlaws lose yet again in upsetting fashion.
1: So yes, Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter win by pinfall.
0: Against the UK Tag Team Championship ladder match taking place at Takeover Blackpool 2. 2. Teams compete in are Morgan Flash Webster and Mandrews, Grizzly Young Veterans, Imperium's Marcel Barthel and Fabian Eitner, and the current champs, Gallus. Furture, footage of ladder matches that take place throughout WWE history to hype up the danger of the stipulation. Stipulation.
1: Well, it's main event time. Ian Dragunov is out first, Alexander Wolf is out second, no other members of Imperium accompany him. Dragunov meets Wolf at the entrance and they start brawling. Here we go.
0: So there you go, both men fighting. I do like the white background to see it. The referee's gone out there and these two men have got serious bad blood. They thought Dragunov would join Imperium and become part of it, but instead he turned up, he turned against them, of course joined with Gallus. But do you think Dragunov would have been a good fit with Imperium?
1: Um... I don't know. I like him as a kind of facey type person, to be fair.
0: Well, he's definitely bringing the face tensions here. As he comes on the attack early, but Wolf just picking him up, and sending him onto the apron. I, don't know, I think because he just thought the foreign invader, whether it was, maybe might have been a fit. But like you said, as a face, he could definitely bring St. and Alexander Wolf coming down from NXT. But he's not backing out of juggernaut there. Beautiful sent on. Managed to avoid Wolf. Ayer throws Wolf to the outside and now he's going to respond. 6 or 9 attempt and Wolf manages to dodge out the way. Gets up on the apron but dropped with a knee. And now Dragunov comes down, diving cross body. It's been a great match so far, Dragunov bringing it in the early going.
1: Well, he has certainly got the fans behind him, he throws Wolf back into the ring.
0: <laughs> well, if he can keep up this level of impact that like he's, he's shown at the start, there's no doubt he's definitely going to win this one, he's looking underneath the ring now.
1: So is Sanity or Wolf a better fit for. Alexander Wolf.
0: Imperium, I think uh, so, yeah. I think they work well. I think we've what we've seen of him recently in the kind of feud with has definitely brought a different size for him and look at that there. Showing he definitely got skills. And I was like, go on then, I'll let you have a shot. You can see the marks on each other's bodies.
1: Tell him Wolf to just bring it. <laughs> well he lulled him into a full sense of security, dropped the kendo stick, told him to pick it up and hit him. But Wolf just kicked him straight in the face. I'll take it here. Dragunov is a former student of Alexander...
0: Oh, back in the day on the European circuit. And look at Wolf.
1: He's knighting here. Dragunov with the kendo stick now. Looking set to crack him over the head with it. But Dragunov catches the kendo stick. Trying to wrestle it from Wolf now. And he delivers a huge couple of chops. But Wolf responds with a huge boot.
0: Okay, now, oh, my God. And then like a net breaker with a kendo stick. Lodged in between. And Wolf <coughs> definitely had experience with the weapon before.
1: Absolutely
0: now he's got the kendo stick and he's just rubbing it across his face
1: <clears throat> now Wolf's just torturing Dragunov but Dragunov's doing his best to muster up as much power as he can to try and uh, remove the kendo stick that he's got lodged in his mouth
0: and this is just torture at the moment you can definitely see personal issues Wolf just wants to hurt him but he uh, does get back to his feet
1: and uses it to throw Wolf he gets straight up and hits him with a step up in Seguri but off managing to recover long enough to hit him across the gut with a cane. And then one from the back. And he's just teeing off on the older Wolf.
0: Well, payback's uh, always <laughs> oh, due with the kendo sticks. And now I'll show him what he can do, maybe.
1: The Wolf blocks the kendo stick shot. off ducks a clothesline. 6 one in the ring. And just hits Wolf off the return. Well,
0: the fans chanting for tables.
1: And Dragunov um, got to set up against the edge of the ring. But decides to throw Wolf... Into the steel steps.
0: All right, comes back in, sets the table up in the corner. And now brings Wolf slowly in.
1: Twist of the wrist. Now looking to suplex Wolf onto that table. Wolf blocking it though. The wily veteran turns it around. With Dragunov doing his best to block it as well.
0: And can I uh, pick up Wolf to try and chimp him through the table? Not at the moment.
1: Standing switch by Wolf. But Dragunov manages to roll through. It's a jumping kick.
0: There's no doubt since his debut, the fans definitely been behind him and now builds up a head of steam, but Wolf throws his chair right to the face of I on the top, top, top turnbuckle. And now Wolf grabs hold of him. Jesus Christ. And he killed him. Death Valley driver. You can see the mark across his back there where he fell. Referee checking. That might be it. I might, must have knocked the wind out of him, surely. Don't call me Shirley. That was sick way he come down and crumbled there right after the chair shot. And I still don't think Wolf's finished. it was double impact. That was fucking. That was dangerous. And now Wolf maybe looking for DDT, but no, get blocked.
1: Jumping in, Seguri. And Wolf going for the chair, but Draganov spotting it. And just stomping it back to the mat. Huge knee strike. Throws a chair at Wolf.
0: Well, that's paid back for the one earlier. And how can I uh, build up a head of steam? So looking for a coast to coast? He put the chair next to Wolf. Now he's going up.
1: Coast to coast. Holy shit. One, two. Oh, no. Wolf just managing to kick out.
0: Oh. Uh, well, I'm sure these two men are trying to kill each other on evidence of the last couple of moves we've seen.
1: Must have jumped at least ten feet.
0: At least fifteen there. Straight to the chair, straight to the jaw of Alexander Wolf.
1: Now if he's putting gloves on, it means someone's busted open. He might have internal bleeding.
0: I have shown the scars of the war and so is Wolf. And I'm trying to collect all the chairs around ringside. Well, I see you go round with the chairs, referee stopping them leading.
1: <coughs> Dragunov, if my count is, is correct, and I did go to school for at least two years. At least four. That was in the first grade. Um, there's five chairs in the ring. Might not be a very pretty landing.
0: And there's a look for a superplex.
1: But Wolf trying to hold on. Oh, he manages to slide through the legs of Dragunov, who's holding on to the top turnbuckle. To prevent himself getting powerbombed through the chairs, drags the left and a snap German suplex onto the pile of chairs. Bang! (laughs) Followed by a DDT. Two. Oh no, just a two count.
0: Two. How can he manage to get through that? Dumped on all his chairs and then head first. You can see the dent in the chair. What you can't see is a
1: dent in Dragunov's head. Sounded like a gun going off that chair shot to the back. And British steel chairs are a lot harder than American steel chairs, and that is a known fact.
0: This is not a match, this is a maul in both men. Trying to seriously hurt each other.
1: Oh! And the chair of the throat just pounded into the mat.
0: Well, I might have crack, crack, crush his larynx.
1: Easy for you to say.
0: I know, oh, now no, he's got the chair again as Wolf. But Dragunov hulking himself up. Chair to the midsection. Oh my god. Oh and a hand just slammed into the chair. And Wolf just picking apart. Oh yeah, and he might have broken his hand. And he puts him in a submission with a hand again against the chair. And now both hands. Alexander Wolf is a sick sadistic man. Oh, but here
1: Dragunov ducks the chair shot, hits a huge clothesline, can barely grip anything. His hands are useless, so he's gonna have to improvise. And what has he got left? Powers up Wolf. From one corner.
0: A death Valley to the other side.
1: Yeah, running Death Valley driver. Sends ball through the table.
0: <coughs> he got hit with that move early on the apron. He's just returned the favour through a table.
1: Something like a torpedo Moscow. Two, three. And Ita Dragunov gets, in my opinion, a well-deserved victory <laughs> in a hard-fought contest over Alexander Wolf.
0: Well, what a cracking no-disqualification match that was. I mean... He's all about other matches and yeah, you know, we saw the kendo stick but the way it was used during the match and the way the story was told it was like a young line having to take the beatings of the older man to kind of make it through and prove it and there's no doubt that is a huge statement of victory for our off That was a great match, wasn't it?
1: Absolutely brilliant match, yeah. Um, <clears throat> definitely good showcasing these two teams. We saw a great tag team match early on as well before when uh, Imperium went against Gallus. We got their an Imperium member and uh, kind of a, a gallus sympathizer. Symph- He's viewed as Oh I know, I've got to spit my teeth out. But you can certainly see the rivalry going into this one. And, you know, Walter versus Joe Coffey is going to be a hugely explosive matchup as well.
0: Without a doubt. And our Dragunov gets a massive victory here on NXT UK, thanks to the Torpedo Moscow. <laughs> which is a great finisher as well. But, oh, wait a minute. Well, we've got the Imperium
1: tag team of Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel coming to pick apart the bones of Ita Dragunov.
0: And now setting him up for the power bomb. The
1: European bomb.
0: Well, where's his friends? Where's anybody to help right now? Well, this
1: man's certainly not gonna help him. It is the UK champ, Walter.
0: And he's been in the background recently. He's not been getting involved a lot, just been watching on from afar. Oh, well, as you
1: say, he's uh the rest of his Imperium unit have got some proving to do. You know, that man doesn't need to prove himself. He is That's the true. top dog in NXT UK.
0: And of course, they've made the new NXT UK title belt for him as well. And Walter's proud of his troops, even though Wolf did come up short.
1: They certainly put off through the mill.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Joe Coffey's out here. And he's calling out the rest of Imperium. Well, he just knocked out Walter. He just took out the NXT UK champion and then just ran away. The old hit and run. And Gallus have Thoughts at the right times and have definitely gotten ahead of Imperium. And I think that's what makes the journey to TakeOver so interesting as well.
1: So, of course, we will bring you the latest episodes of NXT UK on our live NXT TakeOver pre-show on January the 12th.
0: Yeah. So what do you think of NXT UK as we've just sat through eight episodes?
1: I think it's been good. As you mentioned before, it's... um. It's then using the utilising the hour correctly, you know, you've got the hour focusing on the women, you've got the hour focusing on the tag teams, you've got an hour focusing on like the the huge main event that's gonna be between uh, Gallus and Imperium, you know, like all them kind of matches. You see a bit of focus into the Jordan Devlin side of things as well. You know, he wants a match against um what's
0: his trout? Tyler Bate. And as Tyler you speak Bate. of that, let's just run through the takeover card. As we know like we'll be um, next Sunday. No, we won't. Two weeks' time it will be, won't it? I get confused sometimes. So will it be next week? It will be next weekend we're doing this. Why are you confusing me for that? Uh, because uh, we'll bring you the schedule in a minute as well. But let's just run through the TakeOver card. Of course, TakeOver is next Sunday, January the 12th. And uh, we'll talk about the latest editions, Jordan Devlin versus Tyler Bate will be there. And that'll be an interesting match-up, won't it, between the two?
1: Indeed, yes. Um, Two very good styles, both... Brilliant wrestlers as well. We saw Jordan Devlin live quite recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Tyler Bates' tag team partner, Mustache Mountain friend, Trent Seven, going against Eddie
0: Dennis. Yeah, of course, Eddie Dennis has been taken out. People associate with Trent Seven recently wants to send a statement after coming back from injury against one half Mustache Mountain, who's got his own point to prove, really, because everybody's seen him as a weak link sometimes. You've got Kaylee Ray uh, versus Tony Storm versus Piper Niven, and it's the UK Women's title match. That should be a fantastic match between all three involved.
1: Absolutely brilliant affair. You know, Tony Storm and Piper Niven, will they be friends? Will they implode? Just don't know. And Kaylee Ray, could she capitalise on that and sneak in a victory?
0: Oh, this is the question that we need to be asked and answered at TakeOver.
1: Uh, we've got Gallus, which is Mark Coffey and Wolfgang, versus Imperium, which is Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel. Versus the Grizzled Young Vets, that's Zach Gibson and James Drake. Versus Mark Andrews and the Flash. <laughs> for, in a fatal four-way tag team ladder match for the NXT UK Tag Team Championship.
0: Oh, that is quite a mouthful. But what a match that should be with all four teams involved. Expect a match of the night uh, available. And then, of course, we have got the main event, which is the NXT UK on title on the line. It's Walter versus Joe Coffey. A battle of the big men. But Gallus, as we've said, have got into Perry's head. We'll dis- dissect the car more next Sunday when we're live. But we've got a massive schedule coming up. Of course, our next episode, January 11th, will that bring you NJPW. And it'll be Wrestle Kingdom 14 for the first time ever.
1: And then on January the 12th, we've got NXT TakeOver live pre-show.
0: And then January 19th, the NXT TakeOver Blackpool 2.
1: 2. The
0: entire event.
1: On January the 25th, we've got the World's Collide event.
0: Yeah, Imperium versus Undisputed Era. That should be quite a night and Of course, we'll bring you live uh, as we do.
1: And on January the 26th, we have got the Royal Rumble pre-show live. Yeah,
0: so the Royal Rumble. It's, is it, it's, it's our favourite time of year, really, isn't it, the Rumble, when it comes to WWE?
1: It is a lovely time of year for us, yes.
0: Yeah, I think the Rumble's probably one of my favourite events. I think I would say, out of all of them that we do, uh, the, the 30-man match, even though maybe recently, if I want to be like this, they've spoiled it a little bit by having two because sometimes there's too much to take in. Mm. But I do enjoy the Rumble event. But, of course, the next episode, first time ever, we're going to have some of the magnificent and We saw some of them today. You know, we saw Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. And next week, it's time for Will Ospreay and, of course, Zach Sabre Jr. But that's it. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter, At WWE Network View or.
1: At Vince McDan, WWE.
0: I'm at Janscore Rowland. Across all the Google platforms, don't forget to send us an email at WNR Podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. We're on Facebook.
1: Yes, Facebook. You can come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE. uh, No, sorry, we are the WNR Podcast. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan.
0: Subscribe to our YouTube channel, podcast. our podcast. Uh, podcasts got same time on YouTube. Do well places like SoundCloud on your phone, also on Speaker Radio. We'll have our live shows, but links on Twitter and social media, Stitch Radio, and iTunes. We can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. So that, like I say, up next is New Japan. But until levels NXT. I been Jay's Rollins, and as always, always joined by Damn, mate. Right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye bye.